it recording? It's recording. <laughs> hey, it's episode 17 of Maybe Heckin' Cool Dads. Maybe a different name if you guys will help us out. Uh, first things first, I want you to know that I cannot guarantee there will be no nip slips tonight. <laughs> it's not even nips I'm worried about. <laughs> Maybe nut slips, yeah, too. Those but, shorts, those are definitely the shortest you've come with yet. But uh, this shirt is, I put it on and I was like walking around my house and I felt like the breeze going, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm just like, you know, honestly, I got this shirt from these guys. If you haven't listened to First Bite, they're fucking sick. It's a local band, death metal, old school death metal, like Morbid Angel type shit. And it is, it, they're awesome dudes with awesome music and this shirt is just silly. And, but we are trading shirts with them and he gave me, he's like, what size shirt do you wear? I'm like, large. And I, and he gives it to me and I take it home and I put this thing on and the tag says large, like the tag on the shirt it is definitely a two X. No, just, I mean, this shirt, like the sleeves were down to like my fucking we elbows. We talked about man. that. Shirts just fit differently. No, no, no. This is definitely mislabeled. <laughs> And I feel crazy, like I'm wearing like the most good old boy cut off right now. Hell yeah! Blow the doors off. Blow the anyway. doors off. Hey, we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> Woo! You know what's cool about this guest is that this is the very first guest that ever got a shout out on this podcast. We were like twelve seconds into episode one, and we were drinking Seven Sun beer. Oh yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, uh, my buddy did that logo, Clint Davidson. So Clint's here. Let's say what's up, Clint. What up? Yeah, I actually that was one of the that was the first one I listened to because because you shouted me out. And Hell yeah! So I appreciate that and glad to be here talking with you guys. It's funny because my I used to work with Kyle Kastronik who designed mm-hmm. the rest of the can and that stuff. So like he's a good friend of mine and a real close designer to me. Nice. So that's, I don't think I've ever actually met him in reality. Um, but uh, I'm sure yeah, you sent files back I mean, and forth or something. Yeah, he. I mean, he did. You know, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, only thing I actually really did was the logo type for that. Um, oh, sweet. And that was drawn with pencil on paper. You know, hell yeah. I always wondered. <laughs> I I always wondered if it was hand drawn or if it was a font. No, I actually that, I turned that out in a very short amount of time, um, which was nuts because the way that I was kind of invited to do it was, uh, you know. Colin, one of the owners of the brewery, was like, hey, man, it was in the beginning stages, um, was going, you know, at first it was going to be called Born Brewing Company. I remember Born. that. And I had even done a I logo that. type for that. And Will had done, you know, some graphics, Will Fuman, who's doing like the newer ones with the, uh, you know, wildlife mm-hmm. and the kind of scientific illustration looking yeah. ones, mm-hmm. um, which are beautiful. Um but uh, yeah, so I remember. I remember when Kyle was doing the original, some of the original concept art. Yeah, I remember seeing Born. Yeah, and that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so I don't know. I don't know what happened that made them end up changing the name. I think there was something to do. The Born name was something, some kind of reference to Hoster Brewing or like some you oh, know, something yeah, yeah, historic yeah. Yeah. around town here. Um, yeah. So you might have not noticed this, uh, but I. I did uh, provide an array of beers that you've created the logos for. Yeah. So here we have uh, Major Lager Brew Kettle. Uh, they're out of what, Cincy? Uh, Strongsville. Strongsville. Yeah. Strongsville. Up right by there. Cleveland. Yeah. And then we have Seven Sun, obviously, the one we're talking about. So we wanted to provide both of these today uh, in honor. Blue Kettle White Raja is, like, <laughs> you, is you, my <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. The White Raja is my shit, too. That one's coming out soon. Uh, I already have a graphic Hell yeah, lined up dude. for that. Nice. So I, I don't know exactly when. They're kind of going through... You know, growing stages uh, yeah, with this brewery. When so. I was actually, I went to several places looking for this today, and it was sold out everywhere. Um, That's and a good sign. That is a good sign, right? <laughs> um, and I, I kept seeing the uh, shandy. Yeah. So there's a shandy. Did you do the label yep. for the shandy? Yep. That one. Uh, I don't know why. I would have. I mean, if if it were up to me, I would have put White Raja out first because yeah. that's it's more their, popular. Yeah, that's kind of like their. That's like their thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a 
award-winning IPA. Yep, yep. yep. It is so good. good. It's so it is good. It's a really good beer. I can't drink a ton of them though. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm not. It's funny now that I kind of work in craft beer. I I can't really. You know, crush it like I used to, but I'm getting old. So, you know, now I drink Coors Light mostly. And I, I will, we've had this conversation uh, several times on the podcast is over the past like few months, for whatever reason, I've like stopped drinking IPAs and I'm like only drinking lagers and sours and shit now. Like yeah. when I drink an IPA now, it just feels so fucking heavy. There's no way it's I can also a hundred degrees outside, right? Yeah. Now. But a cold beer should fucking cool that shit off no matter what. Yeah. Do you want a beer by the way? Yeah. I'm Grab either one. Yeah. Take whichever one you want. So. How did how did you guys meet? Uh, through Dave? Yeah, yeah, through Dave. Um, maybe I, just getting tattooed. We were at the same time, I think, maybe something. I legitimately don't know. We have a shit ton of friends in common, but don't really know the origin of where it happened. I know the general friend base, and I would assume I met most of my Columbus art friends through Dave. I mean, yeah. that's just like, that's the general baseline. And I know you got tattooed by Scott Santee. Yeah, and Dave. What'd the, you get by Dave? The bug? The cicada. Yeah. Oh, the cicada. I just was like, hey, man, do something you haven't done before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I like cicadas, praying mantis, whatever, you know. Yeah, the, Dave's always good for that. Do you just draw the shit on with a marker? Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. typical Dave. And it was done. Classic you know, Dave. dig. <laughs> done in a half an hour. No, I'm just no. kidding. But yeah. If that, just, were the, if that were the case, I wouldn't have so much unfinished shit on my body from Dave. That's just one thing. I'm glad I only get tattooed when I, like... I have like enough money to get a finished tattoo because I'm the kind of person who will like if I start something and then run out of money, then I won't get yeah. back to it. I, I have this big gaping hole in my sleeve just because I just everything I got has been complete. Yeah. So I'm not like halfway through something. Right. Yeah. I don't. So fuck. I don't know. Um, but it's it, it's interesting. Uh, I'm not gonna pretend like we didn't just talk about this and like act like we were just like, dude, how? But I, sorry, I walk. In, I just hit his headphones. That's a first. <laughs> that is a first. I've, I've been like hanging my arm on this thing. You like, have I need been. to stop. You're doing getting that. real comfortable with these mics, uh, and you're like, you're, you I start gotta... moving them around and shit. I've noticed that a lot during these episodes. You're you're moving it more. It's it's who I am as a person. I I I guarantee that like when I'm in meetings at work, everybody's just like. Dude, just sit still. I don't know. I maybe I just have undiagnosed ADD or something like that. But I literally like I will sit here and just adjust. I I just yeah. it just it it's makes, in the same fucking spot. What you do is you adjust it out of its spot and then back to its know, spot. No, it makes your fiddler. You know, it makes. But I just need a fidget spinner. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, it makes it makes. I feel like I have better conversation because I'm like keeping my hands busy and I'm just you know just fucking yeah. around. So that's just funny that I hit your that's a, that's a first time that I, I fucked with somebody else. I think I know where you were stuff. going with this though is when I I so I arrived first and then Clint showed up and then you showed up like you know seconds Thanks for later. Bringing us back onto the yeah. train track. So you got out of the car and it was like you hadn't even made it fucking ten feet to him yet and you were like yeah, I know you <laughs> yeah and like I it like clicked I was like because like the the he was talking about you're doing these logo this logo and then your name and I was just like it's so like. And then I, as soon as I saw, you, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I knew that guy. Not, I didn't know you. I, I just met you. I probably were hanging out at some fucking party on campus yeah. or something like that. But uh, you worked at Urban Outfitters, yeah, uh, just before I did. You were the visual display artist, display artist, as and, was uh, I, merchandiser, and all and, around fun guy. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, you hung out in that same group. Yeah, I, I will. I always say to people like when people ask like, "Did you have an interesting job or whatever?" It's like, "Yeah, I worked at Urban Outfitters," and like, "How's that an interesting job?" It's like, "No, I like actually like got to make the Build shit stuff, paint yeah. stuff." And yeah. I was basically as a designer, I was doing design in the physical. You know, I was getting a brief and I was having to make it work in the space. Yeah. 
based on good creative direction. I, I thought it was uh, that you know that that was what I kind of started as as the display artist, um, and I was psyched on that. I like hands on stuff. Yeah. I like you know sign painting. When I when I, when I have an art exhibit, I build the panels by hand, you know, so I can make them whatever size I want. Make them the you know. Right. Do you, do you panels? Do you do you paint on wood or do you paint on canvas? Most of the time, wood because I usually do a little bit of collage in there. Yeah, and um, and you can do it on canvas, but it moves when you're applying it. So when you're trying to glue something down to a moving, yeah. uh, you know, a moving surface, it just doesn't work as well. So a rigid surface uh, seems to work a little bit better, and also just for pulling lines with a brush, um, you know, it's stable and it's not going to move. So as long as you can pull the brush the right way, you know that you know you're gonna. You know, hell yeah, it'll work. Yeah, <laughs> I will say, I will say this. Uh, I do remember, you know, I came into that job not knowing what I was doing. Uh, it was a stopgap solution. I was helping Charlie do all of that stuff mm-hmm. and just watching him do stuff. And he was like showing me a lot about woodworking and things like. And it's such a satisfying job to just be in that back room at Absolutely. seven a.m. with the radio doing whatever the fuck you want, man, just yeah. making stuff. It's so awesome. I mean, I got to go and, like, buy yeah. antique furniture and, like, Same. just weird stuff. So, so I mean, fun. you know, I did not end up leaving on really good terms with them, but uh, people were that backstabbing was what I, me. That was like, the next thing I was going to say, though, is yeah. I, 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 people always ask me, like, if you have a weird good job. I was like, that is the best job I ever had, but holy shit, if it wasn't the most drama I've had to ever deal with. Oh, yeah. Ever. <laughs> is, that, is that just, to, is that just art? the art world in general it's it the thing is is i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little shit here it is urban outfitters it's the culture yeah because it is this weird middle ground between art school kids high fashion hipsters and fucking drunk ass college fuck-ups yeah and it's like this weird mixture of all that and like we would get there at 7 a.m and we would meet at starbucks next door Mm -hmm. and wait for everyone to get there before you're good Every single day, somebody showed up a half hour late and they were still drunk every day of the week. It didn't matter. And everybody was just this weird fraternizing. Everyone's dating everybody and everyone's talking shit about everybody. It was the most drama. And I worked at Hot Topic, which was also (laughs) very drama filled. But holy shit, man, the drama at Urban was just terrible yeah i know i i can agree with you 100 percent. i that. fucking some of those people are my dearest dearest friends to this day but holy shit man if it wasn't a bunch of fucking yeah. drama kids i have we, a question for sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say it, because of that very thing we would go to revive room literally every day after work and just get you know a pitcher of beer and a pizza because we were just that's like, all it was it was just being drunk and selling expensive clothes yeah. and then be like that was it well after a while i was like I'm pulling my hair out trying to sell t-shirts to like 19 year old girls and I don't give a shit about this, you know? So I, after a while of that, and then like, you know, I came to find out like, you know, another person that worked there was like backstabbing me because they wanted my job. I was like, you can have it. You know what I mean? Um, it was, you know, this girl that did it before Aaron did. And like, she was like talking shit about me to the, you know, the bosses the entire year. I think I know what you're talking about. She was the one who hired me. And I was just like, man, I. You know, you were so cool to me all the time in person. You know, I can't believe you're the one that's doing that. Yeah. But, you know, so whatever. I mean, hey, it was a long time ago. It <laughs> yeah. was a long time ago. Actually, it was a formative. It was a real formative experience for, for me. Sure. And I remember what I was what I was getting at was last thing. Yeah. I know you got something. On no, no. I, it, I, it's actually a question uh, regarding. All uh, this I do remember, though, you know, because of the size of the store, there wasn't a lot of money to be had. Yes. So it was always reusing a lot of stuff. And I do remember coming out. I was like, dude. I don't know that Clint guy, but I knew he had this job before me, 
and I got big shoes to fill because there was some really sweet fucking shit in that back room that I know that you did. So, <laughs> like from old set designs, yeah, and stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so early in my design career, uh, early influence right here. Well, nice. <laughs> thank you. That's was that both of your guys' first job where you got paid to do art, like as art was a career? Yeah, yeah. I guess I could say other that. than freelance design. I mean, well, I did a little bit of stuff. Like, I, you know, I used to work at Higher Ground, which was, you know, Colin Seven Sons, one of his old businesses before he owned Higher Ground. Bodega. That was like uh, down there, just after Fifth. No, it was on. Uh, it was on High Street up by McDonald's. That was the name of my uh, High Street above. So it was like on campus. Yeah, it was like a okay, smoke shop. Yeah, uh, they had they sold caps and shit too. Yep. Hats. Oh, like Higher Ground. Yeah, yeah. but they uh, also sold graffiti shit. They, yep. I used to go there and like you could get tribal there. Like yep. that was the shit. Back and UFOs, in the day. dude. That was the name of my youth yeah. group. Tribal. No, higher, higher. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of, I was like, what? Please, uh, I've wondered, and I've I've meant to ask a million times. That isn't. Please tell me that's not a tribal tattoo. This definitely not a tribal tattoo. Like tribal the brand. Definitely not a tribal. I thought the it was the tribal logo. No, no, it was an IAK. It was uh, my old graffiti crew. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. With the I just seen it yeah. a couple times, and I'm like, I don't think it's a tribal logo, but I don't want to ask no, about no, it. No, no, no. It was like a. It so was of like course a, I'm gonna ask it. Publicly. It was a small little thing. It was like graffiti crew. We started amongst like teenagers. It was just some teenage shit, and then what happened was one person passed away, which is I, t- I told you that story is my best friend. So he passed away, and then another dude, uh, like legitimately had a psychotic break. And shot a dude he worked with. Oh, shit. And then when they, when they go to get him, he's just sitting on the porch smoking a cigarette. And they're like, dude, like, you just fucking killed this person. He's like, why would you guys take me away? Like, he asked me to do that. I was doing my friend a favor. He legitimately thought he was doing dude a favor. And the dude, like, wanted to die. And, like, he was just honoring his wishes. Ugh. So crazy shit started happening. And then we decided, like, you know what? Let's just all go get the tattoo just, like, as a... Nobody... From here on out, nobody's in or out of the crew. And let's just do this as a remembrancing. So that was actually my first tattoo. I think I said that. Uh, Chris DeWitt did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where that came from. So very did, first tattoo. a bunch of Sierras. Um, but back to art for just a half a second. So when did you when did you think – because you said you're doing art like full-time. You're doing beer labels primarily, right, right now? I mean I'm sure you still do signs and murals and shit like that. But I do. Um, like you know, that's my day job is doing the label design. So I actually like got hired in, as an in-house designer with the brew oh, kettle. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, so first you- time I've had like a full-time – you know, I've done, you know, uh, logos or like, you know, just – like, yeah, but but when you're working on a freelance basis, th- there has to be that turning point when you feel busy enough to go, fuck, like I, I can do this like full time now because a lot of people pull double duty. They have like, you know, they're a fucking Starbucks barista or something and then they're also – they're doing art on the side. When was that turning point that was like, I can do this full time? Um, Man, I don't know if there's like a day. Like I've always kind of had some kind of other job like – um, for many years I was doing construction and the most, probably the most, you know, I got into a trade was commercial painting. So, I mean, I, you know, I did that for 10 plus years and I was doing whatever art projects that I could do, you know, on the side. Um, and you know, I mean, struggling, man, like, yeah. I mean, making 18, 20 bucks an hour painting, you know, walls, but you know, I just kind of, I mean, I, I would draw no matter what, if I was getting paid for it, obviously, like I've, I mean, I've drawn since I could hold a pencil, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's a, there's a couple like. In Columbus, Ohio, there's some big murals that you've done that are that are like Columbus landmarks at this point. And like the two, you know, two that come to mind, like right off the bat, obviously, is the Old Town East mm-hmm. mural and the Franklinton mural, mm-hmm. right? So, what are some other murals in town that are like the more hidden gem ones? 
Um, have you guys been to Pecan Penny's Barbecue mm-hmm. up on Maine? So I did a big piece in there, and it's just a kind of a big, uh, I, you know, illustration. I work two blocks away from there. Oh, right on. And I walk past all the time. I have not eaten there yet. Now I'm going to go in there yeah. for that reason and um, eat. I hear the food's good, too. It is. And, you know, that one, you know, I was kind of... I mean, anytime you design stuff with, you know, a client like that, it does not end up being, you know, completely your work, you know, because they, yeah. they, they want to have their input. A little I bit understand. of direction. Um, but, you know, I, I was pretty proud of that piece. The colors all came together well. It's clean. You which know, one I did is that? some lettering at the pecan pennies at the barbecue. No, um, which, so, uh, what's, what's the piece? Like, describe the piece. It's like a, it's like a 10 foot tall illustration, like a bust of an old school waitress. Um, and then there's just some, there's like a kind of, you know, hotel looking neon sign with a big arrow and it says eat. And then there's, Hell you yeah. know, big barbecue lettering. That yeah. it, so it's like I'm gonna 45 feet I'm going to try and go there this week. Well, you also did, uh, you did, you've done some logos for re, like businesses too. Did you do the yellow brick? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you did yellow brick pizza. Uh, there was kind of a, like, I mean, Bob, you know, he's a good friend of mine, the guy that owns it. And, um, you know, he's got a lot of artist friends. So, um, so like it was kind of a, like I did the main drawing and then he, you know, had kind of passed it around a little bit and, you know, um, so it ended up being kind of a, there's a few on high street too, a mashup. I'm trying to think what's, there's one in Clintonville. I'm drawing a blank of what it is. Uh, I think it's around North. Broadway? Yeah. Well, I did a little clothing store. I didn't do their logo, but I just did their sign for them. Oh, you painted the sign? It's called Small Talk, but I think they've since changed the signage. Um, But, you know, yeah, I just kind of, you know, executed that signage for them. I think that's, that's, I don't, I don't think I have anything else in Clintonville. But, um, yeah, I mean. As, as a designer, you're more, you're more, you're coming from the illustrative or illustrator perspective. Definitely like typography. Based. Yeah, I would say it kind of, I mean, I don't know. My, the, the love for the lettering came from graffiti. Um, you know, and, and, Hell yeah. and what so I started is, is lettering your first thing. I mean, I would get, I would say maybe it's my, uh, focal point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, you know, just being a, you know, I get bored easily. So, I've tried to lately, and especially with this project, you know, get more get more illustrations involved with you, you know, do the this? artwork this I'm part? doing. Do you do everything? Well, so there's elements of that, like the 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 script lettering. Um, they already had, uh, which I, I've talked to them many times, and I want to rework something on that because it's so heavy on the left side, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to uh, make anything dynamic because of that weightiness on the left. Sure. Um, but the logger, the type uh, it says logger on that side is custom drawn. Nice. Um, but yeah, so the the I guess I would yeah, say that, lettering is nice the focal and point. I like this one. And you know that comes from like I did three different versions of that before I mm-hmm. you know picked one. You know I always kind of do groups of three and stuff. But yeah, I would say I guess my focus would be lettering and type. And I've done a few. Um, I just drove by today. I uh, did uh, branding for this uh, new place that's opening called Jamut uh, Beer Garden, and it's. Right over by Old, old Oak Tavern. Oh, where the, it was an old fire firehouse. Yeah, the building is. I'm amazing. so stoked about that place. So I just drove by there, and they had a three dimensional backlit version of my logo that Fuck I did yeah. for them. So I got to go by and take a picture of it at night. That's um, sweet. But it it, it, it when it's really open? cool. It's not yet. It should be any time now. So yeah, shout out to them. You know, hopefully to you know Chelsea and Kyle. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The type of design you've made a career out of makes me jealous, just because. I feel like you get to flex a lot more of your kind of personal creativity because you're, you seem to be 
Uh, people very people seek him out because he has a yeah. specific type. Right? You have a style, and you know, I mean, for me, I went a different design track. I'm a creative director of a a really hardcore complex systems user experience design team. Yeah. You know, I have a visual design background mostly in web design, but uh I've been working in the agency world for twelve or fourteen years now. Yeah. And uh so now it's like like I design infotainment systems for cars and things like you know what I mean? So it's like a totally different track of design that honestly, you know, especially because I'm like a director now, so I also have just Two thirds of my day is answering emails and being in meetings and yeah. managing careers and stuff like that. I find myself going back to like I have this beer money thing where I do uh, illustration design for DIY bands. Just for, I think I saw for, that for next to nothing, just because I feel like uh, good aesthetics should not be cost pr- prohibitive right. for young bands. Right. Anyway, but like that involves a lot of like hand drawn logo yes. shit and stuff like that, and like it's like oh yeah, you know, like it brings out this like new kind of life and yes. my creativity. And even when you bring it, you know, it ends up being digital regardless. Most, most everything yeah, you draw yeah, totally. anymore. Um, but it, it has a different character. And yeah. I think, you know, and I know that I'm lucky, man. Don't, you know, I don't get me wrong, man. Like I'm blessed to be, you know, doing beer, something that I'm, I think is cool. I mean, it, I could be designing like Barbie doll boxes, you know what I mean? But like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to do beer labels, yeah. which is sick. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I understand like that's, you know, from even from a guy like you, like I mean, I understand that's the shit you want to design, and I got lucky. But I've also taken a different path, and I think that now, you know, these companies, like the guy that hired me, I think they're starting to understand that, like, to have a, you know, a different kind of look, you need to pick a different kind of person to do it. And yeah. I had just kind of experience in both of the lanes of like handmade and design just enough that you know and and i'd i'd done a work for this guy that hired me on here years and years ago i painted a little you know sign for him inside of uh um oh it's a bar of in grand brazen head uh grandview see the thing is you're selling craft beer you need craft art yeah Mm -hmm. that's what it is you need small batch everything and you know that's and that that's the one thing that i think is really sweet is you know we uh as designers often in the past have been like just saying take us seriously like design is something that's necessary and now every major corporation understands that so now there's you can't you know throw a rock in any direction and not hit a designer or a creative professional but which is annoying and it's frustrating because everyone's competing for the same shit but at the same time it's like it's awesome to like to know that like everybody universally now understands the significance of good design yeah good aesthetic so there's always somebody looking for it so that to me is awesome because there was a time where it was not and one only look at beer 10 years ago craft yeah. beer specifically and it was just some garbage that yeah. oh my co- i had my cousin draw it because we had to get it released tomorrow you know all that's you know yep. whatever the fuck so, so it's just nice that people are taking it seriously and paying good money for good yeah work i mean i you know i I've been pretty happy and they've been, they've given me, Brew Kettle, um, has, has given me pretty good creative freedom, um, as far as, you know, what we put on the cans. I mean, everybody has input and, you know, by the time, you know, the thing comes out, it's about 10% your art and, you know, 90% a collaborative effort, if you will. That's why I'm glad I came (laughs) in from the design angle and not the fine art angle because I, I, uh, you know, I came in from the scientific look at design, not the, not the, the art school kid look at design. No, no, no offense because you guys, I'm jealous of you, the way you guys think. But, um, is, uh, 
you know, so I don't ever get bent out of shape if my design gets, yeah. you know, cause for me, it's that. always like a consultative thing. It's always a push pull. It's always, look, I want to get your vision out of your head and make it the best as I can. Even in yeah. my field, that's a hard thing to do. It, it's hard to put down your, if you're a country or a controlling creative person, it's hard to put that down. And I'm in software development. And even now when I get an idea and I think that's the route we should be taking, it takes a lot to convince me otherwise. Like I need you to either show yeah. me on paper why my shit's wrong or why yours is better. And that's the biggest advice I give. You know, I've been in the biz for a while and the biggest advice I give to young designers when I hire them and talk to them is, and cause I see, you see it a lot in the young designers. They're excited. They're excited to get in the game. Then there's, they have a, a, uh, a review with the client and the client shits all over their stuff. Or in my case, you know, we do a lot of user testing. So an actual user uses it and goes, this is unusable uh, yeah. and they just get their feelings hurt so bad. And it's like, look, here's the deal. Part of this game is this is not, it's, you're not doing a painting. Yeah, you're it's not, not yours. You're not you're doing something that look at this cool thing I did that yeah. you can buy from me. No, you are partnering with somebody to make something better and you got to be willing to to feel the sure. pushback and listen to the pushback and push back if you feel like your idea is better yeah. for sure but don't get so butthurt about every time somebody disses your shit yeah because that is what design is it's also your, yeah it's your job i mean like when i kind of first talked to these guys and they were like interviewing me to see you know what kind of like ideas i had or if i had some kind of strategy or whatnot you know and i was just like hey what are your objectives what do you want to do what are your the you know top five priorities with the new design you know and so i built kind of a you know a template so that i could you know focus on the artwork so i I have like you know this was one of their you know requirements like having some you know having this band up here with the yep like you know brand recognition was Mm -hmm. a big one because people know the name white raja but they don't know who makes it. You know yep. what I mean? I, truly, I didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when, when you posted that I you did. did this. I did. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> when you posted you did this, I looked it up. And then I was like, what other beers do they have? And I'm like, oh, they're the ones that make White Raja. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Raja is pretty good, too. I'm going to pull this out of art for just a, yeah, a second. You're sitting there just like, can we move on? No, it's, not, it's not that. It's that, I mean, we are 25, 26 minutes in. We should probably fucking transition to something. Because we could, we could all sit well, here. Look, sometimes, I could ask questions about art all fucking day. Sometimes because that, I've been waiting for <laughs> since the first episode, basically to get you on here. Yeah. Sometimes daddy needs to talk about design for a little bit, okay? <laughs> Hang out after. No, just, <laughs> we're open all night. Yeah. No, uh, I'm going to actually go back to something we started to talk about earlier. So um, you said you worked at Higher Ground. Yes. And then I, I had mentioned buying Tribal there, right? Oh, I know what you're talking about now. What? With it Higher moved, Ground? Did it move to up by like the dube? Uh, yeah, there was a little weird little spot and I had yep. a painting on the outside of it for a long time. Okay. I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm so, on the same page. <laughs> back in those days, like buying tribal, dude, I felt like I was flexing so hard when I oh, walked yeah. in with a tribal shirt. Like I felt cool as fuck. And subsequently later years when I was wearing Jinkos and shit, you put on some fresh Jinkos and you stroll in like you never felt that cool. Wait a minute. I've also never felt that cool again. I'm like, going to have to disagree has... with you about the Jinkos. No, fuck that. You just, you missed it. <laughs> wait, you missed wait, it. Yeah, you're older than us. Uh, uh, Jink, wait, you wore Jinkos years after tribal gear? No, it was, uh, I don't really know. In back my, in the I day, think, that's all, com- you got to, if you look back, like, if you look back, you know, now when like there's a span of time that's like holy shit that was yeah. four years 
And then when you look back in the uh, like time that feels the same length, it was actually like three months. Well, there was the there day. was probably it's an crazy. overlap time. It's there was crazy. there was an amount of overlap, right? But I'm pretty sure like tribal and shit like that came first. That's I uh, sure, but not years. Uh, there was a small overlap period, right? Ninety seven like and ninety eight. Years on this side and years on this side. <laughs> well, I can tell you that that time. I mean, that I was in at school. That was like I mean, I worked there like thirty hours a week and was in school full time, mm-hmm. and I graduated CCAD. In the year 2000. So that was in like probably 96, 97, 98-ish, you know, in those mm-hmm. years. Because um, I had a weird Luke Skywalker haircut and wore <laughs> army hats. And like, you know, everybody's gear was weird and busted back then. That's why I don't like seeing this 90s trend come back. Dude. It's the worst. I, I'm not mad at it. Oof. I just stay away from it. It's what, I, it's what lets me know that, that I'm just not cool. I realize every day how unfucking cool I am when something pops up that everybody's doing. And I'm like, I don't even get it. So I'm. This is what it's like to be on the outside. I'm still semi involved in the Columbus hardcore scene. Yeah, because I'm in an active Ditto. band, and you play these shows with kids, like children, you know, that are literally like 12, 13 years younger yeah. than me, which is like that are closer to my 11 year old son's yeah. age than my age. <laughs> you know, like shit's crazy, but. And they're all just just sucking on the teat of the '90s nostalgia right now, and it is it's it's some of it's awesome because you know yeah it's like I'm a big '90s emo guy and I'm like really into that shit. I'm a big '90s rap guy. I'm really into that shit. Big '90s death metal guy. You know, like I get it. I still love new metal. You know, whatever. But dude, I see them post stuff, and it and I like my friend, this kid I know. I, he po- he's like 23 or 24 or something like that. He posted some pictures from some movie premiere in 1999 or 2000 or something like that. And I retweeted it. He posted it like, this is awesome. I retweeted it and I said, is there any era worse in fashion than 98 to 2003? No. <laughs> well, you say no, but like, honestly, no, like no, no, even no. early nineties, I think was worse. No, see, I can get down with the early nineties. I can get down with mid nineties. I, I can get down with You're that. You talking about that like saved by the bell look? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like Justin Timberlake and a fucking and Britney Spears and fucking denim outfits. I'm talking Fergie with little twirly shit and a sparkly sequin dress. You're naming all these people like I never listened to. Those were never my fashion. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just, yeah. Late '90s to early 2000s, I think, is the low point of fashion history. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. but like that is literally my Jinko era. I know. <laughs> That shit was tight. Listen to the again, sentence you just again, said. Again, I felt dope as fuck wearing that. You <laughs> felt dope as fuck. But do you have... Justin Timberlake felt dope as fuck with his denim cowboy hat. He had that ramen noodle hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his hair looks just like ramen noodles. It's crazy. Chicken and beef. Um, no, is there any fucking piece of clothing, accessory, anything in the past like five years that you've put on and be like, I'm fucking, I am that dude. I am stunting right now. No, because if you look That's at me... That's what I'm saying. I dress nothing, like a piece of shit. Nothing makes me feel like that anymore. And I wonder, does do does anybody walk around feeling like that? Is that why people wear like fucking Gucci belts and slides and shit? No, that's the thing. Now it's it literally is... We've gotten to the point where it's all so even out. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. Look at any of those shoes from Balenciaga. You know, look yeah, at any shoes fucking, that Urban is selling right now. They're bad. It's fucking like big chunky ass Skechers and shit like that. The nostalgia has just kind of blown up into this weird amalgamation of weird fuck you i'm gonna look the ugliest yeah and pay the most for it that's oh. all it's come down to because because progress is exponential so it's just like it's like you know we go back we go back we go back and then this is like we're in this like weird fucking loop that's just gonna we've be talked awful. about this before is in uh in, whoa i just got really in part of the like emo hardcore whatever like 
Poison the Well, you know, Under Oath, like that fucking era of music, like the 2004, 2006, seven, whatever. Um, there was this time in which it was like fashion. Fashion was the thing. Like people were wearing the fucking diesel and the seven for all mankind and like the whatever, whatever Prada. Nowadays, it's like, it's even higher than that. And I wonder, it's like, what the fuck happened to all these other, all these brands just come and go. Like nobody cares about seven for all mankind. They're at like fucking TJ Maxx. Nobody cares about Prada. I haven't heard shit about Prada in fucking years. It's all just <laughs> Gucci and Louis. It's and, like a bunch of old tan white dudes that wear Prada loafers or something. You yeah, know that's I mean? a, in Italy. Just yeah, <laughs> that's that's where the fucking that's where the real fashion's at. I mean, I don't know, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just skateboarding's always been my my guide for that. So do you still skate? Do you skate around? I, I can't really say that I still do, but I have a fresh deck, and I did go a couple weeks ago and skated a ledge for a while with my buddy Shane and uh. Felt good, man. I need to do it more because I, I'm not, I'm like, you know, in my forties now. So, I mean, my body's falling apart. I can already tell, but I always feel great after I go skating. You know? I like to go. I don't like to fucking try and do anything. I'm not jumping off anything. I'm not doing anything anymore, but I definitely like to go. And like on a good day, you might catch me doing a little pop shove it or something. I mean, I didn't try any kickflips that time, but I did do a board slide on a ledge and rolled out of that. And I was, I was locking into like half cab nose slides on the ledge, but I never rolled out of it. My kid just uh, broke his old Ninja Turtles skateboard back out. He had it. I got it for him when he was four and got him pads and shit. And like he was good to go. He fell once or twice. And that was it. That board has just been put away forever. And then the uh, other day, he's like, I want to get this board out. Now I'm on this fucking mission. I'm about to get him a new board. I started looking up like decks at embassy and stuff. Dude, let's do this together, man. Because is, yesterday, is into it? yesterday, Miles said to me and they're the. To the mm-hmm. same age. So let's get them skating together. Miles said to me, he goes, he goes, when I get into skating again, <laughs> which is weird because <laughs> when were you? The only skateboard I've ever <laughs> bought was for his older brother. Okay. But he's like, I, yeah, I think I'm going to like, I want to get like a real deal skateboard with like a picture on the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. how you see. So then yesterday we're at the two by two fest and there's a little skate ramp and there was some skate skater boys that were filming a skate video and they were just trying to you know jump down the curb thing or whatever i love, I love that you called them skater boys <laughs> <laughs> you know what? skater boys i grew up sk- channel you channeled your avril lavina <laughs> i grew up i grew up skater adjacent i grew up skater adjacent like they were all my friends but i was not involved in the yeah. culture yeah so i love just busting balls because <laughs> they boys. all take it so curb seriously surfers? Curb surfers. Curb surfers. You were a fruit booter. I was both. (laughs) I I was all of the above. If if it fucking had wheels and I could potentially slide on a ledge or a rail, I don't think you're allowed to say that fruit booter anymore. Sorry. Why? Because fruit. Because fruit. I don't know. Anyway, they resembled bananas. uh, Banana feet. (laughs) (laughs) A backpedal. Anyway, anyway, he's like, we're at the two by two fest, and he's standing there, and he goes, so I just have to watch these guys skate on here and i was like yeah they're shooting a skate video and he goes i think it's really lame that i'm not allowed to go skate on that i just have to watch them (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yo you're he was bitching the whole time about how he just had to watch people he's like i think it's really lame that i don't get to go spray paint over there Okay. And they had like I the saw, kids, they had the kids graffiti kids, area. I saw your kids but, painting, but all of the cans were 
were out oh, or broken. Man. And so they kept going over to like where people were doing actual graffiti and Miles and Beatrice were both like, can we do it over here? I'm like, no, this is like, these are yeah. the people that like signed up to do this shit and yeah. got hired to do this shit. Yeah. But he was just yeah, like, saw, this is saw, so uh, lame that I can't do this. I only saw like some little clips. I didn't make it out, but I saw like Dave caught a little character on the mm-hmm. end and I saw Mies had some shit up. Yeah. I saw halfway through Dave's when we left. Yeah. She, hey, it looked like it had a shit ton of trucks this year. Uh, yeah, they, well, man, it was weird. I feel like this year I was like, I, I don't know how to feel about this. This is the first this. time I've ever been, so I don't, I don't know. I went last year and there was a shit ton of people and I painted at it last year and the walls were bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the walls were like eight, eight foot square this year. They were like half the size they were last year. And I don't know if it was budget things or what, but like, um, I don't know, man. It was just different. And I, there was also another fest going on at 400. Uh, so I think that might have stolen some of the what was that the fest? shine. It was called What Fest. It was the first year for that, oh. I guess. So um, I don't what know. What was that fest about? <laughs> what? what the hell? Yeah, what? What if it was like What, what? Fest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just well, all crunk music. Just Lil John. Just he's, the he's DJ. sitting there he's, at a, he's, he's the sitting MC. there at a folding table signing <laughs> autographs for four people. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. I love to speculate. Yeah, so I don't, I didn't, you know, I went to the, I didn't even stay the whole time at the hip hop fest because it was like 95 degrees out and I had about two beers there and I was like, I gotta go sit. See, so this is what I was saying earlier. I said I couldn't wait to talk about this. It's not even really that good of a story, but I was solo dadding this weekend. So, uh, where was your wife? So one of our best friends, Amanda, it was her birthday this weekend and i went out friday to hang out with her at a bar and then last night was like her close girls went and camped they went and went to camp oh so your wife was out camping and she was out camping and uh it was like in a campground with amanda's parents and so they have they have a camper and so they had the tent on the property and but they got food made for them and stuff like that and so, i guess cool. there's a bar on the campground and stuff it's like a moose lodge or some shit what's this fucking like put in bay <laughs> it was down in baltimore anyway so she was down there all day yesterday and till the moment I left to come here. Oh, today? Like I walked oh, in and like I gave her a hug and kiss and I was like, all right, got to go. <laughs> and man, I'm so burpy. You got I'm so, so much sorry. gas. <laughs> you, need, you need some fucking gas. The funny thing is, the funny thing is yeah. I drank like, <laughs> I've drank like a quarter of what I drank last weekend. So, um, last weekend was my birthday weekend. Oh, happy and birthday. There was a, thanks. There was a lot of. A lot of uh, asking or telling me stories and then yeah. telling me the next we day. We talked about it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so I was solo dadding, but I didn't want to just sit around and didn't want my kids to just be fucking playing Fortnite all day. And so I was like, we're going to do some stuff today. So I was like, we're going to go to this hip hop festival. And they all like were so lame about it. They're like, oh, that sounds so boring. Yeah. And I don't know, guys, like. When I was seven, nine, or eleven years old, if my mom was like, "Hey, we're going to go to a rap festival," yeah, I'd been like, "Okay, let's go right now, yeah, please." So, what are they into if not rap? Playing video games, yeah, and and, and music that sounds like it came from video and, games and EDM, huh? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's yeah. a common thing. I, you know, my uh, my stepdad, his his, uh, you know, I guess my. And Drake. That's it. <laughs> I guess my, like, you know, my stepdad's family, his kids have kids, and, 
um, they have tablets and like iPhone tens, and they're none of them are like out of high school yet. Like all yeah, of them have it's, I mean, all it's, the gear. It's, it's it's bad. We've talked a lot. We've talked at yeah. length about limiting time, and yeah. and we're actually easing our kids into more limited time right now. But um, it was just so I bribed them yesterday. I was like, okay, I'm going to this festival, and you're coming with me because fuck you, yeah. because you're going to experience a little bit of culture outside of your own. Okay. Yeah, you're raising some pretty white you know, privileged kids. We listen to a lot of we listen to a lot of shut the fuck <laughs> up. You live in fucking Lewis Center. Yeah, you um, know. And uh, we uh, have crimes. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, and uh, I was like, God forbid you go experience something. You know, we listen to rap music around the house. You guys listen to 1067 the beat when you go to bed every night. You know, just. Enjoy. Just humor me, please. Yeah. yeah. So I bribed him, and I was like, "All right, I'll take you to the pool first. So we went to the Grandview Pool, which has been, oh, which is, which has been pool. recently remodeled, and it's amazing. Really, There's three separate yeah. pools. One is like a beach, and the water's super warm because it only gets three and a half feet deep, and, and kids pee in it constantly. Well, I'm sure they have a they <laughs> have and a, adults. <laughs> there's a fucking lot of chlorine in there, though. Do they still have the little skate park in the parking lot? No, that's uh, gone. I think uh, they only do that in the off season. Yeah, of you know, Grandview cleaned up. No, they do that shit um, every year. They they build a new one every but, year. But uh, they have like three separate pools. They're like, there's the one that's like the beach where like the adults and the kids, and uh, there's like one side is like a bench underwater that you can just sit and chill on. Then that's, there's like a regular fucking, there's like a regular swimming at. pool that like is like four foot laps on one side, and then like seven feet at the end. And then there's like the diving board area. But there's like two water slides and shit, huh. and everything it's brand new. So everything yeah. is like really nice. And it's not too expensive. Now, the first time we went... Well, it's not too expensive. It's better if you're a Grandview resident. That's true. Yeah. But uh, kids eight and under are way cheaper. The And there's always kids working. You know, the, uh, the, so like, always Grandview kids. Are you, are you about to lead into a story so how you fucking last peddled, time peddled we, your kid in as a You know, two of my kids are older <laughs> than eight. Two of my kids are older than eight. And I walked in and there's some dumb little 12-year-olds working and I'm just like... Uh, 14 probably because you have to be 14 at least right and uh i'm like two adults three kids and she's like okay and so like i paid like really cheap you know and then yesterday i was like one adult three kids and she's like how old are your kids and i was like i can't uh, just lie uh eight eight and eight <laughs> you know I can't, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just no you kidding. didn't no, no you didn't. I, I paid yeah. the, i paid full price for my kids which was adult price anyway so I took him to the pool first. So they were good and tired, and then we went to the festival. Oh, so they were extra pissy and and no, I, that's the thing is they were being good. They were just being. Did you take all boring. three? Boring. Yeah. All three? Yeah. Uh, see, I'm the person that would have been like, oh, this one's. Uh, what's the minimum age cutoff before you don't have to pay? You said eight. I would have definitely been like, oh, he's eight. Like that's my steez. I don't give a fuck how much money I got in my pocket. I'm gonna definitely play that if I can. I'm also the person that if I go to a drive-in. Get under the blanket, buddy. Oh, yeah. You're not here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. We're getting nachos with your entrance fee. Oh, uh, hell yeah. We were, we went to Magic Mountain for Rowan's birthday a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And Rowan's friend, he's like straight up, he goes, we're, we're doing mini golf. You know, they have two routes. And he goes, well, my dad always told me it was like, if you get the 18th hole, don't actually get in the hole because the ball disappears. You grab yep. the ball and then you go do you the go other the next course. One. <laughs> I, like, I do that every time. Sierra's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. He just dropped the best knowledge she's ever yeah, heard. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, so I've been solo dad this weekend. So it was just, but it was just like, I just can't imagine. 
Like when I was a kid, if I had the opportunity to go to a festival where it was like rap music, my kids were literally going, it's the music so loud and they keep saying the oh, N word. And I'm just like, dude. <laughs> I mean, at least they recognize that and they're not going to yeah, be those yeah. fucking, you know, <laughs> little shitheads that are running around saying it. Um, you, you started, this is unrelated, but like, first of all, I just realized when you're telling the story, we did not do like a weekly catch up. Like what the fuck you been up to? You kind of like are doing it right now. My shit was super lame. Um, I did go to the studio yesterday and I finished those two songs. You'll be happy to know that I cut the singing or we cut the singing rather completely out. So no more Rise Records, man. I had no problem with it. I said I it was good. I know you didn't, but dude, they all took that to heart. They were like, oh man, we sound like a Rise Records band. I was like, it, it, did it's I say the, that? No, it was Jordan. It was Jordan. Oh. Jo- dude, Jordan had I do everybody not want, shook. I do not want to change the trajectory of somebody's no. band vision. Jordan had Jesus everyone Christ. shook when he called him a Rise Records band. And it was totally just because <laughs> <laughs> it was just because oh, we, we've never had singing. But honestly, that's not us. We tried some new shit. We cut that out. And then we finished up the songs yesterday. So I'll let you hear them before I leave here. Um, but you, you touched on something earlier. And I kind of want to go back to it for a second just because... It makes it will make an interesting story. Hopefully, um, you said that we all had like shitty haircuts and blah blah blah. Did you ever just get like the fucking worst haircut? Like, did, did somebody ever just fuck your shit up like crazy? <laughs> or did you intentionally this. fuck your shit up? Like, I got it. I got a great. Go no, ahead. No, please. If no. you got one, go. Do you, what's what's your like worst I, haircut I, story? Probably the uh, Luke Skywalker, but that was just from like letting it grow. So I just had like the kind of shaggy. Like, I got called uh, the dude from. Um, uh, at the skate park one day, uh, what, what is the band? Um, like CKY or some shit? Uh, no. God damn, it's popular like that, though. Um, Blink-182. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Because I had, like, the shaggy over the ears, you know, and, yeah. like, a little, like, kind of a mullet-ish. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And well, I was like, kind, of, kind of, like, kind of parted down the middle, but not really. No, it just kind of was, like, a mop. Like, it looked yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 he's yeah, talking yeah. about, what's the singer of Fallout Boy's name? What the fuck's that dude's name? Patrick something. Yeah, Patrick something. He, he Patrick something. He wore those little hats and always had the hair, like, yeah. just, like, Lego hair, just, yeah. Like, I didn't on. have, like, the bangs part, but, like, definitely the sides, like... And it was more of a, you know, just being a lazy ass and like not getting it. It's either like, like it grows out and then I go shave it. You know what I mean? Now I keep it cut all the time because I can afford to go to the barber, you know, whenever I want. I like, mean, I just shave mine off because like parts of it stopped growing. That's just what you do. Like there, ha- there's a turning point in which you have to look at this shit and self assess and be like, am I going to keep letting this shit? Just get thinner and thinner until I've just got Donald thing, Trump man. like strands. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Or do you bust that shit off with a Mach three and call it a fucking I day? I can't grow. I can't grow facial hair worth a shit. But at least I got. At least I got full head of hair still. Yeah. At thirty six. So I feel good, good for about you. That. So what's that? I got a haircut this week. I get a haircut this week. <laughs> I never know when you get a haircut. You're, I feel like your hair just doesn't grow. It's the same all the time. It's always just right there. It's always pretty fucking done. It's just because I go. keep up with that shit. <laughs> you do keep up with it. You got to that once. It's like you I'm know. not the kind of guy who goes every two weeks to get it cleaned up. I, I do. Go, I, I get mean, my hair cut every month and a half, probably. I, I have know. a. It's pretty short. So I have a buddy who has a barber come to his house every Friday and clean him up. Is the that barber, oh, the barber? Yeah. That dude's got to be paid, right? The dude that does that. No. No. Not really. He just it, likes having the dude this, come to him. The barber. That's what he does. He he. Gets you on this like barber plan where he knows he's got this many appointments on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and he just does the traveling and that's his shtick and cleans his ass up every fucking Friday. That's a great. I I like that. I would use that. I, I, I had feel, a. I feel like you should charge more on Friday. Like that's the day you oh, want to yeah. get cleaned up. Oh yeah. You got, you're going into weekend, which are fresh, fresh shit. Hell yeah. Um, 
All right, Colin, hold on. Don't don't switch subjects. What's your uh, crazy fucking hair story? That's what I was about to Oh, okay. Well, you, said, <laughs> you said um like you were thinking of some new shit. No. Uh, one time when Sierra and I were dating, uh, probably the first year or two we were together. So this was 03, 04, something like that. I was like, man, I need a haircut. And Sierra was like, I really been wanting to like get into it. Oh, shit. So I let Sierra cut my hair. And it was awful. <laughs> Is this your wife now? Correct. <laughs> and so it's it, it it was awful. And I mean, immediately she was like, "I didn't do a good job." <laughs> oh, she told you. And you're it, like, you're no, like, no, no. I was I was in like, there. Bitch, I have eyes. We 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 ended that. We ended that with like, this isn't good. And I like make a hair appointment. I got that shit fixed. Yeah. So then, fast forward. Five years, six years, we have our first kid. And no, we were not his first haircut. He had a first haircut at a reputable place. But there was one time where his bangs were in, Rowan's bangs were in his eyes or something like that. And Sierra was like, I'm just going to cut his hair really quick. And she cut that shit. <laughs> and for the next week, I just quoted Dumb and Dumber, and I just kept calling oh, Rowan a pumpkin shit. pie haircut and freak. Because <laughs> <Nice. laughs> it was just so bad. Sierra sucks. Don't let my wife cut your hair, because she sucks ass at it, and she knows it. <laughs> Does she cut it dry? Uh, I don't know. That That's like a, that's a, that's a tail, that's a, a tail right there. That's some super cut shit? Yeah, like, if, if somebody goes to cut your hair dry, just fucking, just take the shears from them right then. They gotta wet that shit down so it's all, like, normal and even. And fucking cut that shit. I got my shit crazy hacked up one time. I used to go to the same little place over in German Village all the time. It's called Christine's. And I remember going in one time, and the normal lady wasn't there. Some other person cut it. Dude, my mom was fucking livid. And she doesn't get mad about anything. She's like the most, eh. Nowadays, she's just, she's like the typical grumpy person who literally can complain about fucking anything. But I like, can't then, wait till I'm that person. Uh, dude, I'm starting to be that person already. I but, know. But I, I am too. I digress. Um, no, so she, uh, <laughs> so I digress, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but alas, there it but is. Alas. no, oh my God, so she fucking like this lady wrecked my shit. And like, as a very early teen, <laughs> I did the spiked hair and this was also the time, like I didn't have plastic frame glasses. I thought those were like stupid as fuck. Like we all three have plastic frame glasses. I had the wire frame and they were like the brass colored. Hell yeah. And this is before the lenses like didn't make your eyes fucking enormous. Yeah. You know, before the, so I had these enormous glasses with the wire frames. I used to wear overalls. I fucking rock the one. I'd unclip one and let it hang down and shit. And then I had the spike. My spike was so fucking. That uneven. is literally the if you looked up Southside Columbus no, in the man. dictionary. The Southside Columbus is when you bust all the hair off and just have bangs. The Princeton yeah, is that what it's called? I think so. And a, and a weird rat stash. A weird rat stash. <laughs> yeah, I skipped the rat stash phase. I have it going on right now. I never you, had you that. You kind of do. You got a little trash stash. <laughs> I never. I wasn't going to call it out, but you got. I it. never had I, that stupid haircut. I, I'm like you. I can't grow. A, well, I've never really tried to grow a full beard. A because. I don't think it would. I have blonde hair, so I think it would just look dirty. Tint that shit, and then B because <laughs> a lot of dudes have beards now, so I like being a like a uh, clean shaven dude. You well, know what I mean? Well, here's the thing: like I, I feel I'm that bald. man, I'm but bald. like my dad has a big ass beard. My brother has a big but ass. Is it? Beard. Is it your dad got relatively short or bald head? One of the two. No, my dad has long hair. Shut dude. the fuck up. Down to fucking. Really? He looks like fucking Willie Nelson, dude. That's tight. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, that's tight. <laughs> my dad's a hippie. He's an old hippie. 
I have to have a beard or else I legitimately look like a cancer patient. Like that's the problem. Like if if you have I really want to see you with a different facial hair. Dude, it happened once or twice. Like when I first started doing this beard thing, I kept it all the way down. I mean like earliest guard I could, you know what I'm saying? Like youngest guard like trim it up, kept it that shadow and then I just started letting that shit grow. Like there was a point though in which like the mustache didn't connect. So I would shave the mustache too. So I just had this, like a Civil War shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Thomas>. shit. Yeah, <laughs> I had that. Yeah, I want to see you Jebediah. do. I want to see you do like a really clean cut, pointy goatee, like Anton Lavey, say, yeah. Church that, of Satan, that shit. fucking Jesus, or I mean that, that Church Lucifer of Satan shit. shit. Yeah, Hell yeah, man, Lucifer I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> I don't. My fucking beard is unruly as. Fuck. I want to see you with some Grover Cleveland fucking Civil War shit. Down, I up, want, nah, down, dog. up. If I do any crazy shit, like if I have a vacation and I can do some crazy shit, I'm hitting that riffraff. I want that Jody yeah. High Roller fucking like nonsense. Gink, gink, that yeah. nonsense. Gink, gink, gink. I'm going to like, I'm going to one of those hood barber shops and going You want in. that Jody High Roller. <laughs> That's what I'm Jesus saying. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm like, break me off with that Jody High Roller. Ugh. I mean, I could wear that. Like if you were going to like, you know. Jersey Shore. I mean, why not get into it? But that's a uh, that's like uh, the fucking frosted tips type. Like, yeah, but you know, that, you know I think the Jody hey, High Roller look would be acceptable there too. I did tan. <laughs> I did tan <laughs> a couple episodes episodes ago. I let them know I tanned. And like, real talk, just to so put it, just to lame. put it out there, I tanned last night too. Oh, you know why? Oh, you know why? God because damn it! It's the end of July. There's no reason to go go there outside. Is. Stand outside for 20 minutes. I've been going outside, but here's the thing: there are areas Jesus. of your body that you just don't take outside. Not everybody wears fucking booty shorts, Colin. Not everybody has tan lines that are like. Look at that! It, it, Look at those tan God lines, baby. Damn. Look at you know what? In the art world, that's a gradient. <laughs> <laughs> you got gradient legs. You got art world legs. I got oh. hard lines, man. Just straight farmer tan, dude. Hard line. Hard neckline. I mean, true redneck. I, I have I have some lines and shit because I wear a lot of like fucking uh, tank tops and shit like that. See, I like mow the lawn in tank tops. I mow the lawn shirtless. So do you? No, I I did last week though. Nobody wants this gut in their face. I, I live See, in a respectable community. I know I look like. <laughs> I know I look like a fucking Hesher shithead. I get that, and I'm I embrace it. I I understand my outward appearance, uh, but sometimes I fantasize. Sip that it, was boy. nice. Sip it, boy. Uh, sometimes I fantasize about. Fantasize is the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, this sometimes is fucking, I, I I look down to look at some topics, and then I had to look up real quick. Like, sometimes when I'm about? like when I'm mowing the lawn with my shirt off, I dream like. What if the neighbors are like, oh, the hunk's out there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Colin at 977's out there again, yeah, baby. If, if, they are, if they are, it's probably not the ones that you want to yeah, That's right. It's like the, it's like the fucking 75-year-old yeah. who lives four well, doors down. Isn't that the thing? Like, no... <laughs> Nobody, nobody's who like. Nobody's, who gives a fuck, man? Who gives a fuck? Nobody is a six looking out and going to another six. Like all oh, the hunks out there, you have to like, you have to think that they're numbers above you, right? So wherever you feel you rank yourself, take three off of that, and that's no, the motherfuckers looking the reality, out the window. The reality is all of my neighbors who I know being like, dude, short shorts and no shirt. Yeah, go inside. <laughs> Are you? Are any of you guys? I gotta know this. Are any of you guys speedo dudes? 
You know, I had to, man. I was on dive team um, when no I was shit. probably like in middle no school. Shit. Dude. I just threw, I just cast that out there. <laughs> I, dude, and I'm reeling one in right now. I did. I mean, unwillingly. You know what I mean? I did oh, not want to do it. But after you wear it out a couple of times, like it's just because there's so many girls out there like yeah. just looking at you in your underwear. It's like the first time, you know. And, and those I, aren't just – those are fucking – those are tight draws. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's bef- it's pre bang, you know. It's it's yeah. virgin, it's virgin era. Virgin you know dang. what I mean? So like, it's like you know, Shit. you haven't been naked with a girl yet, and that's yeah. the closest you have been to being naked in front of a girl, as well as all their parents and all your buddies and like your yeah. mom. Like, I mean, it, it leaves zero to the imagination because then babies have to be on to where like when you dive in, they ain't coming off. Yeah, and the so water's cold to be, too. Oh yeah, and they need to snug up to you. Yeah, dude. Any dive teamers, uh, dive teamers? <laughs> I'm just I'm fucking out here creating terms right now. Did any people on the dive team just go ahead and just fucking put some extra shit in there? <laughs> I mean, I think the dudes were too, you know, when I was doing it, dudes were too young to even be like cognizant of that, but, um, probably. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you got, you know, somebody's trying to impress somebody out there so all the time. I, you know? I do own a Speedo type bathing suit. Sierra got it for me for Father's Day or for my birthday <laughs> yeah. or something to be funny. The brand is Dong Sarong. Oh shit! Is it where you put the dong in something like the no, elephant trunk? No, oh, that'd have been so no. tight. Oh, so could you tight. imagine showing up at like a public pool and that uh, thing that your yeah. dick is like wrapped in fi- in fabric, but yeah. it's like your dick. It's just your dick oh. in an elephant trunk or like oh, an anteater. Like instantly arrested for that. That's, I don't know. That's got to be indecent. It's exposure. covered up. It's covered Do you, up. I I Dude, honestly but know. But it has to be. It can't be an elephant. That's too like that's. Too I honestly though want to know if there to be an if there are rules, laws, or regulations around going to. A, I'm not going to do it. Oh my god! <laughs> but I just want to know if you can get in trouble for having one of those like sex speedos where your dick is like yeah. in a dick shape. Dude, can you like a whole fruit basket and there's like some cherries <laughs> and your dick's a banana? Yeah, Dude, but it's all huge. Gnarly. Like around, you know, yeah. it's like a whole. Anyway, like- mine looks like mine's printed, so it looks like uh, Daisy Duke's denim. Oh Jesus! Very okay, nice. and it's like super silly, and but Sierra accidentally got me like one size too small. Uh, not because accidentally, no, no, not because <laughs> that sounds mad on purpose. Not because of D size, <laughs> but because of just fat thirty-five year old size. It still sounds mad size. on purpose. It sounds but, total like the woman was like, "I'm about to," I'm about but to Jesus fucking... Christ, I pulled one out. Pulled one? What, what you dick? <laughs> no. I pulled one nut. I pulled it out. What do you have multiple of? I put the swimsuit on once. A two. The last time I wore it was two years ago, at my friend's birthday birthday party. It was a pool party, and I disappeared for a little while. And I came back and just jumped in the pool, and everybody was just like, "Oh, that guy's too fat to be wearing." That. <laughs> and that was like basically it. Well, uh, hey, at least you got it on. I remember uh, I used to house sit for my brother all the time. Like when he would go on these like fucking vacations to Bahamas and shit. He's like a, you know, he's in his 20s and I was 11 years younger. So like I'd just go out there and let the dog out, shit like that. I remember opening the the closet door one time and there just being a Speedo in there. And I was like, whoa, like what is this for? And I couldn't wait to confront him. As soon as he got back, I said – uh Hey man, what's this fucking? Why do you have a speedo? He's like, oh, because I tan. My brother was always like, kind of like yoked and in shape, and okay. even now, like, I'll be thirty-seven, which means, uh, you know, like I said, he's eleven years older than me. Lives in fucking Florida, super tan, super in shape. Just like I aspire to be, even remotely that in shape. 
when I get to his age. That shit's tight. So are you You're a monster, are you, brother? You, are you sore all the time from working out a lot? No, because like usually I phone it in. Yeah. I mean, but but at least uh, you're moving. Also, yeah. if you do it all the time, that stops. I guess after a while, it does. It does. You gotta, you gotta. Okay, lately Sorry. I actually have been making an effort. The fact that it is fucking summer, I feel like I need to make more of an effort because I eat like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I do too. Like just complete piece of shit, and that's always been my thing. Like I work out, and I would like work out hard so that I could eat so and like, drink like it. a piece. Yeah, so I could eat and drink <laughs> like a piece of shit and cancel it all out. But right now, I've been trying to actually work out more. And after you do, like, a, the same workout a few times, you need to fucking switch that shit up and do something else for, like, the whole confusion and make your shit sore. If I walk away from uh, a workout and, like, the next day I have no soreness, I'm like, man, I'm a piece of shit. I really phoned it in last night. I fucking suck. Well, skating used to be my kind of workout, and now I don't do shit. Um, so, I, you know, it's like I'm starting to feel that I don't do shit, mm-hmm. you know? Because I could eat whatever I wanted to, you know, when I skated every day. Bro. We have talked about this. When I was a teenager, I would go to rallies and fuck up two big Bufords, a giant fry. I would carry a two liter of I Pepsi had, around I had with me. For lunch I'm so fucking jealous of that. <laughs> I would carry a two liter around. We'd go down to like campus, go to White Rails, skate all fucking day, go across the street, fuck up McDonald's, mm-hmm. double cheeseburgers. Never gained anything. And then. And the same thing was was true when I started playing in bands. Yeah. You're moving equipment, you're playing shows, you're moving. The moment I got my first sit-down job, I was 22. And in one summer, I gained 40-something pounds. No shit. Yeah. And I did – nobody told me. Nobody told me. I I put a from first to last shirt on. <laughs> and you already know that motherfucker was like a small or a youth <laughs> large or something, right? I pull that shit over. Isn't that the Skrillex dude's band? Yes. Ugh. But that fucking band was tight as fuck. No. Uh, so anyway, I look in the mirror, big old belly. And I was like, holy shit, did I just get fat? And nobody told me. I've never had to worry about that. I weighed 120 all through high school. Yeah. 5'10", 120. Well, plus putting beer on it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't drink beer then. I didn't drink until I moved to Columbus at all. Where are you originally from? Uh, well, I, I was born in southern Indiana, and then my parents split up, and we moved to Louisville, Kentucky when I was like going into sixth grade. Uh, so I... You know, pretty much grew up. I spent my yeah. formative years in Louisville, Kentucky. So, Very and then nice. moved here to go to CCID. Is that, is Louisville hardcore scene, like Coliseum and Breather Resist, and when all that shit. When I was shit. there, it was like Endpoint and a bunch of other local. Like, there's a band called Sunspring that was really good. Scott Richter, uh, he had like Slam Deck Records a long time ago. Um, Avail would play there. Um, uh, I saw Integrity there several times, and someone always left in the fucking stretcher at an Integrity show, and that was <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, that's, that's the shit. That's there. Yeah, the whole stadium. They in have a stadium downtown. Yeah, it's from there. Yeah, they have a. They have a. I think it might be not there anymore, but they had a flagship store that they were trying to do. It was called Eleven. It was like super high end KFC, and it was named after the eleven herbs and spices on the chicken. Huh, I didn't even try that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all over that. That was uh, let's see, probably about four or five years ago. Me and my wife took a trip. We went to St. Louis. Um, I was clearly trying to hang out with the, the lunatics. <clears throat> um, Nelly, what's up, Murphy Lee? Um, no, so we go to St. Nah, Louis. Nelly got me too, dude. He's Did he get you too? He's canceled. What? He got me too. Nelly's canceled, man. Man, whatever. Really? Yeah. I, I want. I want to know about that in a second. But we, uh, no, I don't know details. We, oh well, then I won't ask you. Uh, we go to St. Louis. We went to City Museum. You guys ever been there? I heard it was awesome, dude. There's a couple of them in the world. City Museum is fucking dope. Isn't there like a bus hanging off the corner of the building, and there you can is, walk in and it moves like it's gonna fall? 
uh, there's a bus and like Jurassic Park two. It's crazy. Yeah. You go up on this fucking building. You crawl. <laughs> you go on a bus. Uh, you crawl out of the bus, um, and there is like it's just a wire tube, and you're crawling it, five stories in the air through a wire tube that like literally whole limbs can fall through onto the fucking wing of a fighter jet. Like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. There's a 10-story slide. There's a five-story slide. It's a big kid playground. It's super dope. So we go there. Then we go to Louisville. Um, I noticed you said – do you say – how did you say it? Well, see, I kind of – Yeah, that's – I was about to say – So people down there say Louisville. Yeah. Uh, Louisville. Yeah. And that's how I say it too. It's very relaxed, very lazy. That's how how Ohio people say it in general. Some people say Louisville, you know what I mean? But if you go down there, they're like, what? Louisville. They're like, nah, it's Louisville. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, like, like when I moved here from Michigan, it when I heard people say Louisville, I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, Louisville? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was like, oh, Louisville? You like, know what I mean? Come like, on, there is an S in there. Are we gonna just ignore the fact that there's a fucking S in there? Oh no, no. I'm from Michigan, man. One of the big, one of the bigger cities in the UP is Sault Ste. Marie, and Sioux is spelled S A U L T. Shut the fuck up. Salt. Huh. I just don't understand what we're doing sometimes. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a French word. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck I mean, French. silent letters are like a submarine uh-huh. with a screen door, dude. Fuck the French. I'm just Why? They make I'm fantastic fries. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I, I mean, you know, everybody pronounces it different. I guess, you know, it's probably just a southern draw that people say it like that for, but I've lived here for longer than I ever even lived there, so... A lot. I think that I've lost a southern accent, but people still say that. Like when they hear me, they say I have it still. But there's I, been a I couple like times. There's been a couple times where I was like, "Oh, he is a little bit southern," but it also you do sound very Central Ohio. Yeah, I mean, I've that this. You know, now I'm from Columbus. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've lived same. here longer than anywhere else. But I, I this week was my halfway point. This week oh, I have lived yeah. in Columbus for half of my entire you life. Said you came here about seventeen, eighteen, right? I was eighteen years. 18, I was yeah. freshly eighteen years old. It was August. Of 2001 that I moved here. Did you go to CCAD? I did not. I went to Ohio State for nine months, and then I dropped out when I didn't get accepted into their political design program. Dropped the fuck out. And I dropped the fuck out and did the touring band thing for a bit, and then... Yeah, dude. What's up with your lame ass? Like, you're the only one... Got into the agency design scene. You went all the way through high school. You went all the way through college. You're the only one in this fucking room. You know what I did, though? After I went through college, I worked construction for like 15 <laughs> years. It was rad. Well, I mean, that, that feels like a, that feels like a common story. People leave art school. Or art school and I know they, a lot of people. They do like weird shit. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people with degrees from CCAD who can really make some compelling art but can't make money. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, so, you know, I, I, I was like – I'm. You know, go like high high points, low points. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna be an artist. I mean, I at some point I was like, I don't have any choice. You know, I don't know what the what the fuck else I would do if I if I wasn't an artist. Like, I had no backup plan. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna be stubborn and do this until I had no fucking regular plan. <laughs> I had nothing. Like, I legitimately dropped out of high school at 17. Yeah, and was like, dude, I'm gonna play music for my whole life. I'm gonna be the fucking biggest rock god on earth. And if I'm not, I'm gonna be the fucking 43rd rock god on earth. And I'm just gonna make money doing it. I'll be fine. I just need to make like $500 a week. That's yeah. fucking easy. Yeah. In theory, it sounds like it's not that tough at all. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, for music and art, any kind of creative. I know. You know. Then I then I joined a touring band, and we got signed to a pretty big label, and we sold sixty thousand records. And I walked away from that band, making probably a total 
of six or seven thousand dollars in four years. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, nope, you, I'm going to keep doing this for the rest of my life. I'm going to keep making music. There's, there's mostly nothing heavy more, music, but there's nothing I'm more not soul making money crushing. off of it. There's nothing more soul crushing than when you wake up and you're like, so we got paid at the show, right? We have like, Ooh. we got paid and then we also got merch. Yeah. Okay. So what do we all have to spend today on food? Four twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Taco like, Bell it is. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm about to fuck up four double that, cheeseburgers. You know, even the, that's the thing with my band is like, we don't even have, you know, a lot of bands, we don't play live enough, you know, and a lot of bands have like a merch box with cash in it or a bank account. You know, Symphony Apparel had a fucking LLC. I mean, we had, yeah. a, we had a company and a, a account and all that shit. But, you know, now it's like, Hey, we, we, that last show we played, we sold more merch than we've ever sold as a band. It was like $250 of merch and we got paid like 50 bucks to play the show. And it's like, Hey guys, just so you know, we made this money tonight, but everybody just understands that I'm just keeping it because I pay for all of yeah. our t-shirts out of pocket. Yeah. You know, oh, we're, you we never, we're always in the red. Yeah. Maranatha is always in the red. I pay for everything out of pocket just because I want to see it done. It's just hobbies nowadays. Yeah. I just want to see I it have, happen. You know what? I want to talk to you about something after this because I'm constantly wanting to do things and they all just cost me money. And some of them, I know there's no return on investment, but I just want to do it. And that's the shit. thing. And that's the thing. I feel like I've gotten to the point in my life, 36 years old. I make more money than a lot of 36-year-olds. I'm not going to lie about that. And so it's like, who gives a shit, man? I need to keep myself sane. I need to keep myself happy. So I'm going to throw – you throw a lot of money at this fucking podcast that I don't. You know That's what I true. mean? And, That's uh, true. But uh, you always show up with the beers. I fe- I do feel like – I don't think it's even – uh, I don't think it's even. Well, maybe, maybe not. Just because there's some, there was some big like items. I feel like I owe you. I feel like I owe you a lot of money. It's going to cross but, at some point. Uh, you throw money at this the same way I throw money at. Like, yeah, I'll, of course I'll spend three hundred bucks to get two t-shirt designs printed for a show. You know, like that's yeah. like my thing. Like, of course I'm not going to make any money out of this, but some kid's going to be walking around with a Marinette shirt. So who gives a fuck? Yep. I make enough money paying the bills. I don't give a fuck. If I make zero dollars or negative dollars playing music, people are always like, how come you don't make shirts, dude? And I'm like, well, if I wanted to be a bad drug dealer, I could do that, you know, without shirts. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, hey, let me go spend a thousand bucks and make 10 back at a time. Sound, yep. Sounds like a great exactly. business plan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But what you need to do, there's ways pre-sale. around that. Pre-sale. Well, it's not just pre-sale. There's ways around that. You could be selling hand typography like I that's that's uh 300 350 like the big designers are charging for shirts you know why because they're gonna make 10 times back yeah so it's like these people that can't do the designs they're willing to pay for that yeah i mean though really the only thing i would have to pay for is the actual manufacture you know the printing of yeah. the shirts it's upfront cost um it is but yeah, it's still, you still usually, I mean, even, you know, no, I know multiple screen printers and you it's still barter. like eight bucks a shirt printed. Yep. No, you know what I mean? no, it's not. What the fuck are you printing on? Prada? I don't you know. You printing on Prada shirts? I mean, I go to a place here in town like that has, you know, I've, I've gotten shirts made for uh brew kettle, you know what I mean? And like yeah. even, but I've gone into these guys cause I painted their sign for them and shit. I was like, oh, maybe they'll, you know, give me a little love on that. And what, what, uh, shirt type are you printing on? 
Um, the ones that I had were Canvas, Bella Canvas, okay. uh, the ones that I have for brew cattle. I love those. They fit yeah, no, nice. Be- they Bella last Canvas a while. Bella Canvas are amazing. They're actually relatively cheap shirts. They're very comparable to Next Level 3600. Yeah. Man, I'm too punk for this shit, man. I'm just like, give me the cheapest You're like, what's up shirt. with that Gildan? Mm-hmm. That I don't give a fuck. Gildan. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just trying to sell shirts. I'm yeah, not trying to if, give a shit. It doesn't matter how cool <laughs> the graphic is, though, if the shirt fits I funky, know. dude. Like, I was so bummed. I, I ordered a couple shirts from I Alien know. Workshop, um, and I got the old one with the alien head that says Believe underneath it, yeah. which I, I had the deck when I was a kid, and, like, I, I always loved that graphic. I, I would get a tattoo of that graphic. Um, but the shirt was all boxy and weird. When I, I got, got it. it. I, I was like, that. God damn it. And that's it. the thing. That's the thing is like, I'm crazy about that stuff. Like we, we I talked I, about it. I don't I like shirts that wing out. Mm-hmm. I literally texted this, a picture. Yeah. I literally texted a picture of myself in a full length mirror to my wife on Friday saying, Jesus, all these shirts that we got at, uh, this brand's outlet because my parents work there or my my father-in-law works there so i'm not gonna say their name yeah but all the shirts we got at this outlet are giant squares after i wash yeah, them I yeah that's that. it's like so the old style i get all it style i get it but there's the that. selfish band guy in me who's like give it i don't give a fuck man they're not buying the shirt they're buying the design okay <laughs> yeah so if you're printing if you're printing one to two colors single-sided you can print a shirt i mean you could get a hundred shirts for like 300 bucks yeah, i know that's disgusting Silk screened yes Hmm. Yeah, it, it, but that's but the if thing. You, that, that is going through. I know. A I'm big trying to support boy. local business. No, 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 that's, that's the thing. That's, that's not thing. even. No, that's not even going through a big boy. Going through a big boy, they want thousand plus orders. They want commercial. Yeah. They want that fucking. I, the I did a clothing company for years, and like I have a lot of information. I went out of a local company right out of Dayton, um, and I did. Next level 3600, which is considered a premium shirt. It's a fashion fit shirt. Doesn't wing. It's very soft. It's a tri blend. It's pre shrunk cotton. The whole nine, right? Yeah. And even my shirts were like 425 a shirt no shit. at a hundred. Hmm. And that was like two and three colors, multiple prints, a yeah. shirt, a front and a back. I didn't really dig deep into like sourcing because I, I just knew a couple places and I was like, yeah. well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to buy them from them because yeah. I know them and they've supported me. Like, let, you know, they had me come paint their sign or like do a mural there, whatever. You know what I mean? Like try to give back. But then, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm making the design and I'm still like, not you know don't want to pay that amount for printing you know what yeah, i mean totally. like a, a, a regular business would be paying me to make the design and, and then, then buying the that. shirts yeah. like having because the shirts they would printed. write it off as promotion yeah. or something promotion materials as but if you're just a dude like I, you know i don't want my i don't want people coming over to my house to buy one t-shirt and shit well, you know you what got, i mean like and ship that shit you got shipped that shit shit's easy I mean, for sure. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna put you up on some shit after this. We're gonna talk after. I this. do need to monetize uh, my art more, for sure. You are do. you good at, like, when you had your clothing company? Are you good at like keeping up on that? Um, I I wasn't at the end. I was at the beginning, and the harder it got, and the more busy I got with other things, it started to fall away. And that's literally the reason I shut it down. I will say this. I have a bunch of stock. I left. will say this. Somebody else. And Maranatha should be in charge of our e-commerce (laughs) (laughs) because I fucking suck at it. The amount of orders that I have sent with apology notes and and, like extra and with extra like 
oh, you ordered one shirt and I just gave you two shirts and a patch and a CD and or, or a LP. You know, like the amount of free shit that I sent for people as an apology that it's two months late or whatever the fuck. Jesus Christ. Jeez, man. No, I, I Somebody had a else in the band day. should do it. I'm a pretty responsible guy, but man, Maranatha is something that is not on my responsibility radar. Neither is our Twitter for this heckin' cool oh. podcast. <laughs> Travis, uh, Travis hit me up and goes, I will definitely run that if you want. If he wants to run, I, Travis, it's yours, man. I'll give you, I don't know, do you drink? I'll buy you a 12 pack you of beer. You fucking White Claw. Remember you said he's a big White Claw? Oh yeah, dude. man. Oh yeah, I'll drive, I'll buy you a, a pack of White Claw every two weeks. Um, <laughs> so, let me ask a question though. That's 30 bucks a month. Let me ask a question. So is it, <laughs> what's a big missed opportunity that you think you've had in life? Oh, I feel like this is, a de- this is a deep kind of question. Um, I'll give you a talk. I'm, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I had the opportunity to play. I was asked to play for a, a band that became fucking huge. And I kind of for I foresaw that they were going to be huge. And I was like, you know what? Can you guarantee me I'll make, you know, X amount of money? It was a very – it's a relatively low number. I mean we're talking like a third or less of what we I have to now. know what the band is. Nope. Maybe after the thing. So, Jesus. So I said, how about this? And they're like, I can't guarantee anything except for we'll have shows. And I was like, I said, I can't risk it. What the fuck does that mean anyway? Well, the person came from a very prominent band. So I, they were in uncharted territory as well? They were entering? What happened was... I have a good guess of what this band is, but I'm not going to say it they, So what happened was they were in a band, got kicked out. The record label knew that that person was the focal point right. and said, I'm going to re-sign you, put a new band together. Yeah. They call me, and I go, I'll write a song for you. I go to the studio. I record a song. I send it. We're in communication. It just didn't work out to the point where like, I felt comfortable walking away from a corporate job and saying, yeah. I'll be able to live. Um, I think the main key factor to being able to do that is being not, like, not being scared of being poor. I wasn't scared of being poor. I was just like – I was scared of – Having to go back to being poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I grew up poor as fuck. We, I think we've talked about this a bunch of times. We grew up poor as fuck. It wasn't that. I worked really fucking hard, especially as a dropout, to get anything. I mean, I wasn't saying you were scared of being poor. No, I was scared I, of being poor. I was just saying, like, you know, to take those risks. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I walked away from it. Well, this band became fucking huge. Oh. Enormously huge playing stadiums and shit like that. And I was kind of like, well, there's my missed opportunity. <laughs> Wasn't the first. Wouldn't be the last. But that was my big missed opportunity. Colin, it looks like you're kind of, like, pondering on one right now. I don't know. Because I feel like I've taken the opportunities. And, oh, that's awesome. Um, Like, that have been presented to me. But I do think just in general, in the same vein, a missed opportunity would have been, you know, I could have easily done the touring musician thing. Yeah. And I pushed really hard for it in Symphony Apparel okay. when we were doing it. There was a there was a minute there where a couple of us were all about giving up, just quitting our jobs and going on the road. And the label was telling us if we get you on the right tour yeah, you know, at this point, the label was big. We had Comeback Kid. We had Sinai Beach. We had, like, oh, some big bands. Like, we can get you some music videos. We can get you on Headbangers Ball. We can get you on the road opening for, Headbangers for, Ball. for big bands. And ultimately, the band broke up over a disagreement over where we were taking it. Uh, uh, creatively? Like, with the music? No, not creatively. We were of one accord creatively, other than the fact that two of us... At that point, we're the only ones who were writing all the music. 
but um, not creatively, but some people were about taking it full time. Some people were not. Mm-hmm. So is that a missed opportunity? I don't know because I feel like I've had a lot of other great opportunities that I've been able to take. So would those opportunities be there had I not taken it? My my opinion on missed opportunities is just that, is that if you, you know, there's that old phrase like, when God closes a door, he opens a window. <laughs> and it's such a stupid phrase. It's a stupid folk religious phrase that has no You meaning. miss 100% of the shots you don't take. No, no. Yeah. I mean, but it is that. It's that idea of... No, I didn't do this thing, but what's next for me? You know right. what I mean? You know, like, yeah. like. So you, you had faith. That's what got you. I went the corporate route with my, with my creativity. And in turn, that has been lucrative, fruitful, and has paid for my creative endeavors that I am currently in debt for. Yeah. No, that's uh, I'm in that same boat right now. Like so, I feel like I can't walk away from the corporate life because we've built a life around kind of needing that. And my wife's at the point where she kind of wants to be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, damn, your boy gonna need to double up. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm no, like, I feel how it. Are we, how are we? Yeah, I'm like, shit, I need to double up. <laughs> I feel it, man. And that's the thing is like, well, you did the stay at home uh, wife thing for a while. So you're stay at home wife. Bitch, you do not leave the house. <laughs> you stay home. Yeah, it, it was less of a command, more of a. We don't even have kids. Like, event. bitch, you stay home. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, like this summer has been a challenge, man. The, yeah. the first summer since we've had kids, we talked about this already, but yeah. since we had kids that we're doing full time, both full time jobs. But you know what? Sierra's job has brought her back to life in a way that I've never seen her before. So it's awesome, and she's getting to shape other kids that aren't our own and that is super cool so is she a teacher i'm guessing she does she works for a company in upper arlington that during the school year is like before and after school care she, uh, okay. she runs a kindergarten program it's before and after school care kind of like for rich ua doctors and bankers and all of them mm. they, the, the best kids. The, <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> Lots uh, of I'm privilege. being sarcastic. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I hear stories, man. Yeah. But, um, you know, so she she does before and after school care. In the summer, it's like a summer camp where mm-hmm. basically they just go on expensive field trips every day. So, do, so do it's, you- it's cool. But it, it's amazing how much after 10 years. And she was doing stuff she loved. Like, she was watching Jeff's kids. Yeah. And she loved that. She loves your kids. And when you guys were at my house last week, man, she kept talking about, man, I miss those kids. Those yeah. Those kids are so awesome. You yeah, know, my kids are fucking dope, Colin. And, and all that stuff. But it was also just like when I when she started this job, I was talking about this yesterday because I saw an old friend yesterday. And I was telling her about it. And when, when she started this job, man, it was like I saw a light turn on in her. I saw a... A happiness, a joy, a passion that I hadn't seen in a long time. And it really took her out of a dark place. And that was, it was cool. It was worth it, huh? It was totally worth it. I it's think been hard. Staying busy helps people yeah. in general. Like, especially if you find something you're doing you like. Like, I was going to say, my missed opportunity, if I would, you know, say that I had a regret, would be not skating more, not pursuing. Cause I rode for a shop and shit when I was in high school and I got pretty fucking good. And my, my two things were either go to school or try to move out to Cali and oh, skate. Oh, man. And 
My mom was like, what if you go back? What if you go out there and break your back in a week? Then what are you going to do? Then what are you going to do? Maybe you should go to school. (laughs) Then I'm going to do the other thing, right? Speaking of somebody following their dreams in athletic regard, my little brother, Evan Simula. Let's shout out to Evan Simula. We always talk about your mobster brothers. But why you always gotta tell call him mobster? <laughs> like my, one of my brothers is just gonna fucking punch me in the face next time I see him. He can punch me in the face, man. I'm the one talking shit, not I'm you. Gonna, I'm gonna lead his ass right to you. Do it. Um, no, my brother is in Iceland right this weekend, and he did like a big mountain biking race in Iceland. Nice. Oh, you. This reminds me. My brother's a sponsored mountain biker. So That's you know, cool. There's a there's an Iron Man in town today. Oh, really? Yeah. They, is that why half of Kenny's been shut down all week? No. The Iron Man was up in Delaware. And uh, a fucking – listen to this fucking story. Like, RIP to this poor woman. <laughs> so, no, dead serious. Like, she stepped out of the water lane. Dude, Colin. RIP to this old woman. <laughs> I said poor woman. Like, I'm saying this. Colin, you're already fucking my story up. This is a sorry, heartfelt sorry, moment. Sorry. No. So I, I, uh, I get a text from a friend, and he's like, look at this shit. So what happened was some lady was about to start the biking portion of it, stepped out onto 23 and got hit by a commercial oh, semi. Oh, man. And died. But this I'm is, sitting here laughing on this and you're like, let me get to the like, tragedy. Let me tell you. No, but here's the fucking that, – that is obviously – that's the worst part, right? But once you're dead, you're dead. That's kind of what I think. Look, your nip's out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> told you. I told you. I knew that nip was going to be out some way. Um, but the worst part is that her husband was also doing the Iron Man. And they couldn't contact him, so he's mid race. So imagine oh. finishing a fucking Ironman, which is like a seventy miles, right? Imagine finishing that and then getting there and getting the news like, by the way, your, your wife, wife just did. your wife just stepped out in traffic and died by a oh, semi. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, dude. that's fucking crazy. Well, sorry to that guy. That sucks. And, and that lady. <laughs> apologies to yeah. that whole family for desecrating their story with your <laughs> with my laughter. preemptive laughter. Yeah, that's fucked up, Colin. That's why. So what would what would Jesus do? What if she was on her way to go watch him finish the race? No, she wasn't. She was at the water station on her way to take her bike to the uh, like entrance to the path to start. Oh, her. she was on. She was doing. She, that, she was I doing mean. it too. She oh, was at the. Shit, yeah, they dude. were. And you got to think they both probably spent fucking countless months yeah. training together, doing the whole nine. I mean, if you got to go though, you might as well go doing some shit you Man. love like that. Yeah, no doubt. It's fucking crazy. That's. It, you know, I actually had a topic to ask, like, what's the, what's just like the worst feeling? And like, it's hard for me to think of anything else than that right now. Like, I feel like that has to be the worst feeling. I don't really have a, a worse feeling other than that. Mine is just helpless. And I feel like that's a helpless situation. Is there something hmm. that you consider to be just like the fucking worst feeling? And it could be, it could be a trivial worst feeling, it could be a bitchy worst feeling or an actual like worst feeling. Cause again, mine, mine's just fucking being helpless. Like emotional or physical? Either. I think hunger. I think hunger. I feel like the older I get, wow, eating is one of the thing that like another thing that I have to do during the day, and I'm just like, God damn it, I I got this other shit to do, but I got (laughs) I gotta eat, dude, or I'm gonna like you know. So so do you just quickly eat something to get back to life? (sighs) Yeah, I'm bad about that. Like I don't, I I never get to sit down and like, and it's in my own head. I could, but. I'm always like, oh, no, I feel like working right now. I just got to go jam, you know, get a coffee and eat a sandwich from Starbucks or some shit and yeah. like, get going on what, what I'm doing. Um, I never get to sit down and eat. And I, I'm, I'm going to invite that you. That irritates to me, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to invite you to dinner. I'm going to take you out for some pasta. I mean, dude, 
I wish the Florentine was still around. I used to work there, dude. That that no was shit. like old people's, you know, old yeah. people's uh, Italian place. And I worked at my buddy, you know. Wait, is that that place in Hilltop or Franklin's or something? Yeah, it's shit? right across from Tommy's Diner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I worked know what on the you're line. Talking about? That was one of my other jobs before, you know, becoming a full time artist. I went on a double that, date there once. That was, uh, that was a big popular place. I mean, they, yeah. they were like legendary. Yeah. Why the fuck did it shut down? Uh, they ended up like gentrification. The lady, well, yeah, that's well, probably, probably one reason yeah. Kaufman Development bought the the lot or something. I don't <laughs> know. Um, but no, that they own my building. Sorry. So there was two brothers that um, you know, that kind of got passed down the family business. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know what happened, but I guess the mom was like, "No, we're closing the restaurant. And we're just gonna you know sell sauce because they made their own sauce and they made their own pasta, and that was why it was so good." Um, but I guess they've just. You know, turn it into a commercial enterprise as opposed to, you know, having a brick and mortar. But I loved, I love the food there. My, my girl and I, hi Kelly, uh, my girl and I went there on our first date and we've been together seven years now. So nice. Um, There's a place over in Grandview I'll fuck with that, uh, is it called Spinelli's? Is that what it's called? Somewhat of S. It's right there on Italian Grand- spot? Yeah. No, Spinelli's no, Deli is that's in, in Victoria Village. Yeah. No, it's right. What the fuck is that place? It's, uh, right on Grandview Ave. Right by that Aveda and shit, that little stretch where there's like a uh, Spaggio. Spaggio, yeah, that's it. Yep, I knew it was some shit with an S. That place is cool. I dig that little. Spot. There's another Italian joint right there that's good. What? I don't know the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, riveting, riveting review. This is a great podcast content. You know, I mean, we need more. More pizza places and more taco places in Columbus, dude. <laughs> and hey, more breweries and more let's distilleries. Get a yeah. we, we've all we've both talked about pizza. What's your favorite pizza in Columbus? Oh man, see, because that that puts me in a weird spot because I got friends that don't own pizza don't places. don't do that. Your friends understand. Like he's, they could be maybe they're top to, two. He's trying not to diss Yellow Brick right now. Maybe they're yeah, top two, right. top three. <laughs> but I mean, they are good, man. No, they I are. also lived right across the street from it for five years, so like. I got my fill of yellow brick, you know. I eat there more than crust. anyone. That's you know what, what I mean? Sell. They have great crust. I don't know, man. I mean, that's a that's a good question. That's hard. I mean, yellow brick is good. That deep dish there is out of control. Um, but you can eat like two pieces of that, and then you got to take a nap. Yeah, um, yeah. That's typical of deep or dish. four shits. Yeah, I don't or, know, or no shits. I mean, <laughs> if it's like primarily cheese, you might not shit for three, three, four days. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I, you know, I've tried them all. I mean, like, um, I, I even like Donatos. You know, I fuck with Donatos. Probably uh, for a local, um, and I'm sorry, Bobby, but probably Planks on Parsons is oh, probably my favorite yeah, yeah. shit. And that Planks was the on best. Parsons. Yeah, Planks on Parsons. You got to yeah. specify. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, we've and had that's that a, you only know that if you've lived in Columbus for a while. Ooh. I grew up right off Parsons, but the sweet sauce. Ooh. See, I don't know if it's the he crust. gave me that look. He gave me that Columbus look. He's like, <laughs> "Fuck you, bitch! You only lived for yeah. eighteen years." I heard you was from fucking Michigan, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a there's a planks in Grove City. There's a planks on High Street, and there's Can a planks on Parsons. These? Yeah, take it. Have your beers. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, look, I know I've had four already, so he, he's the beer supplier. That's his job okay. on the podcast. I'm the equipment supplier, and he's the beer supplier. All right, all we right. have roles. That, he's that's a drunk. It, this is he's the guy. Guys gets the mics, <laughs> and he guys he drunk laughs into him. Yeah, uh, creative director of beer. Oh man, hey, you know that's what I might be after this job. I don't know. Hopefully, a creative director of beer. Well, that's yeah, cool. this is the most comprehensive design job I've ever done. Like, you know. For brew kettle, um, so thank you guys for that. Hell yeah! Um, but you know, yeah, I've done now uh, print design, packaging design, um, 
apparel design and like collateral will so be all I, a part of this stuff. So. I know you work a fuck ton in. So like, really, your your big gap is my world is digital. Yes, like I that's and that's you know we we kind of took opposite paths. You know, like you started you after the, you came the fine art path. You, and I came from the design science. Yes. Path. And I think eventually we'll just, you know. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask is like y- you've done a lot of things where it's like pen to paper, right? Yes. Do you also – do you do like the vectoring? Yes. So, so you you know all that shit now. Yes. That's cool. Was that uh, – that was – was that like a thing in recent like five years? Um, well, when I was – I started in the graphic design program at CCAD because Got I wanted it. to do skateboard decks. I wanted oh, to do nice. skate graphics. You and, can still do that. I mean, I can. I can make my own, really. Um, yeah. But um, I, that was just, like, the the reason why, you know, that I picked that program specifically. And then I went to, like, a senior day where they would show, like, what they were working on in the auditorium. And they were all doing, like, pamphlets for apartment complexes. And I was like, I'm not doing <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? because like, they were all trying to get jobs at Ology with me. Yeah. I mean, dude, well, I don't know what they were doing, but it was Ooh, like... I said the name. You dropped the name. <laughs> you bleep it out? No. <laughs> Fuck them. I mean, it was like... <laughs> You know, hey, you, you know, people are trying to get a job. Yeah. That means it's a good place to work. Um, but you know, yeah, I was just like, I saw that, and I was like, I don't still work there, by the way. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. After seeing what the seniors were showing us, I was like, man, I I'm not gonna sit in the office and make pamphlets. You know what I mean? Like, even though I didn't realize at the time, that's not what you have to do. If, I, with I a design know, but there is there is definitely, and this is something I've struggled with. I've been in this I've been in this business for almost fifteen years, and uh, there's two types of people: there's agency people and there's freelancers. I don't think I could work in an agency. And I, I'm an agent. I can. I. That's the thing is, and and I think it is just your DNA. There's no difference other than the fact that I feel like freelancers or people who kind of jump from place to place. Are the ones that have a little bit more creative energy. Well, in and your the agency, agency it's like, folks are the ones who have more of a business management. Yes. It's structured energy. freelance. That's what it is. You're still taking uh, request, order, submission, something from people. The difference being is that in my job, I am not worried only about myself, but I'm worried about me and, and seven sure. other people. So, so that's the that's the problem. So every uh, <laughs> unrelated to that, but every every podcast. I always bring at least one or two segments into the podcast, right? I was waiting on us to get some beers in us before I... Oh, un- well, we got to be honest now or something? No, no, that's not what, honest. Where are we at right now, time-wise? Um, we're doing all right. We got 20 minutes or so to An go. Hour and a half? Yeah. So um, this this is something we haven't done before. I was building up a few of these questions. Ooh, here we go. Yeah, something, and I wanted to just spring it on you motherfuckers today. Like, I feel like this was one that would go better if we get a few drinks in us, right? It's just sentence association. So, like, I'm going to give you just a a random sentence, and I want you to say the very first thing that comes to mind. I don't – don't overthink it. Okay. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. I'm going to start with you, Colin. In the Republic of Colin, your state animal is what? Oh, man. Too too, too long. Go. What is it? Oh, Jesus. What is it? A leopard gecko. Why? A leopard gecko? Because I just think they're so cool. (laughs) I thought you just made that. That's a real thing. Yeah. All right. I love that. I love them. Yeah. See, you took too long, so you're not playing the game right. Fuck. Come on, man. I need like, even if it's the wrong thing, I want like fucking max two, two and a half, three seconds. Max. Um, I'll just, I'll ask you this one. This is a little more general one. Why didn't you win the game? Oh, I'm lazy. Fucking (laughs) fair. Fair. (laughs) 
That's a very good one. This is a good one for you, just because it's so out of your element. How many ducks can you bench press? Oh, Jesus, like three. Three ducks? Oh, ten. Yeah, see? That's why I like this. Ten, because if maybe. you say that. How much does a duck weigh? I don't know, four pounds. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I guess I could probably. I feel, like a, I could probably I feel bench, like a duck is like two. I could probably bench like twenty ducks. 20 Forty ducks. bucks. I, I bet you a duck weighs as know. much as this beer. You know what I mean? I'm not a strong. Yeah, person. that's true. I'm Anybody? You guys person. ever fucking catch a duck? You ever like trap a duck? Catch it? Did I, I tell maybe. you that story? Maybe. One time, my my brother and I. Uh, so growing up, my dad was not involved too much in our lives because my mom had full custody of us and I talked to my dad like once a week and saw him like twice a month maybe and uh my stepdad was in jail so my mom was always like through probably, our ch- probably with my brother but going <laughs> <laughs> through our church no not in Michigan uh through our church my mom was always like it was kind of like big brother big sister kind of thing so my mom was always like trying to like get male influences in our lives and stuff like that. My mom's friend took us fishing and we're fishing on these like little, so through Grand Rapids is the Grand River. It's about Scioto River size. It's like a big ass fucking river. It mm. goes from Lake Michigan almost to Detroit. That's so many parking lots that would drain in. <laughs> totally. It's parking lot water for sure. <laughs> and, uh, but through Grand Rapids is like one of the biggest parts of the river. And he, and he, and he took us fishing and there was this part of the river that has these like weird lagoons where it like goes off and there's like a big kind of ponds so that go off the side of the river. And we're fishing and all of a sudden we hear this like shrieking, this like duck fucking shrieking. Look over my little brother who is like four or five at the time there's a duckling that got hooked on his fishing rod oh shit that's fucking like a duckling that's just like flapping around and the mom is going fucking crazy oh, man. and the dad is going fucking crazy huh. and all the other ducklings are going fucking crazy and this dude has got a he's trying to like hold on to this thing and rip this fucking shit out of its Fuck out of yeah. its out of its uh beak while the mom is like charging flying at him and shit like that it was so cr- and like my brother and I are like screaming I, he's like four and I'm eight or something Something like that, right? Or like, it's like fucking chaos. So, yeah, hey, I Colin. caught it. My brother caught a duck once. <laughs> hey, Colin, who would play you in a movie? Andy Dick. Oh, fucking weird. No, the, the, I thought you were going to go the Rick Moranis route because we we talked about that, and I told you you were giving me Rick Moranis vibes one day. <laughs> no, here's a true story, and this is not. Well, this is funny because it's like, I'm not racist, but, you know, yeah, that, yeah. this is not <laughs> the, the most racist shit ever after <laughs> no, that. Sentence. This isn't racist. It's, it's not a, it's not racist, but black people do say that I look like, like, like Andy fucking Dick. Andy Dick. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, Dick. like when those, like the Facebook doppelganger thing was like a thing, like oh, a yeah. meme. It was always Andy Dick with me and it was always my black friends. Man, I got, um, at Bodega one time, um, <laughs> what was what's the dude's name from Cleveland? The uh, the comedian wears glasses. And he's kind of overweight. Um, Drew Carey. Uh, <laughs> and this dude, I was at Bodega, dude, and I was sitting out there, 
And this fucking bro was like, oh, that hey, sucks. man. He's like, you probably get this a lot, but, you know. I you, see it, and that sucks. It, it's, like, o- it's only because he's got kind of the face structure. And the glasses. And the glasses. And for me, it was like skinny kind of gay guy. Yeah. With with probably some kind of parted hair. Yeah. Right? I was just like, the dude's like, yeah, you, you get that. You probably get this all the time. I was like, nah, I've never actually heard that before, and that's not a compliment, dude. That uh, sucks. I'm not even going to go into who people always tell me. No, you are. No, because it, it sounds it sounds. Weird I said to Andy say. Dick, and he said Drew Carey. You're gonna fucking say it. Okay, mine's mine's an actual good thing. Like people would like this. They would like to be associated with this, but I don't see it. But every time the fucking voice would come on, I'd get a text from somebody that goes, "You know, you kind of remind me of Adam Levine." Or oh, Adam fuck Levine off. all the fucking time. What? It, it's not a look thing. It's a mannerism and talking thing. Your your tone of your voice actually sounds very similar to his. I, Every time the fucking now voice would air, that. every time the voice would air, I would get that text from somebody. You sound like him. That's bullshit. He sounds like me. You don't look like him. We should. We should, well, no shit. I'm much more handsome. <laughs> That's true. If you if uh, you hear that, you should just rip off your shirt and throw it on the ground and walk away. They know? don't want those problems. They don't. They don't want what's under here. You don't want to open this. So you do sound like him, and that is weird. Now that you say that, I, I don't know. If I'm going to be able to unhear it. I, I don't know if I could get my Maroon Five uh, sing on. <laughs> what's that song they sing? They had a really popular. This love is taking it. Yeah, I'm going to try that after this. I'm he gonna, also did that song with Kanye West. I'm going to fire the mic up and see if I can get those going. Um, I only have like two. My or friend three directed of these. that video. Really? Mm-hmm. Or no, he didn't direct it. Michelle Gondry directed it, but my friend was a. Uh, he was he was a cameraman. Or something I saw like Maroon that. Five before they were Maroon Five at Little Brothers. They were some other weird band name. man. Yeah, super fucking weird. They were some other band name, and I think they had some different members, but that fucker was still in there. Um, I'm gonna. I only have a couple more of these sentence associations, so let's just like oh, knock yeah. them out. Um, Colin, this one's for you. You're in charge of creating a new law. What is it? Uh, Come on. You're thinking too much. Just say a law. A new law? A new law. You're in charge of if it. If I know your fucking phone is glued to your hand, you have to respond to my text message when I text you. Oh, so they can get a fine. They'll be put in jail. Yep. If they don't. I'm fucking, I'm with that shit. I know people. You know, you and I, I feel like you understand the kind of texter I am. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me hours. But we're fairly prompt. If it's around us, we're going to reply. If it has to, if it's something that needs answered now, I'll answer now. If it's just like, hey, check out this thing, then maybe I might not answer for 12 hours. And I'm the kind of guy who, like, will, like, plug my phone in in the other room and walk away and don't look at it for literally eight hours. And... But I know people whose phones are glued to their hand. Oh yeah, and then because every time you're around them, their shit is in their yeah. hand. The fucking nonsense. You but they him. don't. They don't respond to or you. Respond text to them, you. you text them, and they don't respond. But you know they went like this. It was like Mm-mm. they left your ass on it, red. It, no, it was like this. It was like Mm-mm. and they're like, and they put, <laughs> it, put back. it back in their fucking pocket. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that <laughs> if is you're that kind of person who's glued to your phone. And you just look at someone, one of your friends' texts and put it back in your pocket. Fuck you. All right. I'm going to do this last one. This one's for you, Clint. You just invented a signature dance move. What is it? What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? Oh, man. That's that's hard. What's it called? Oh, What's it called? Hard moves. <laughs> <laughs> hard I don't know. Moves. Now, now that you've told us it's hard moves, what the fuck is that dance move? Oh, man. Explain that one to me. See, you, did you, you unveil it? Did you unveil it yesterday at two by two? No, I. Well, that would be hard moves for me. Would probably be 
drinking more than like three beers in the sun. So that's oh. the dance move. You know? <laughs> the dance move is to drink more than three beers in the sun. Yeah, I like that's it. awesome. And not get tired. You know, I like it. No, I, I fucking like it. Let's just uh, let's just go right to one more fucking uh, segment that we like to do from time to time. Uh, we've done it primarily almost in every episode. We've skipped a couple, right? But we're going to bring it back because I like to do it when there's a guest here because I like to see what the guest says. So we're going to do trivial things that bother us. Shit, my last thing, that thing was the I know, the it was. was my it trivial been a, thing. It would have been a good one, right? Yeah. Um, Let me think of one. Uh, do you have a trivial thing that bothers you that, you know, it, it may what really grinds your gears? Yeah, it, sh- it probably shouldn't bother you. It's a little, it's a little minor thing, right? It's just a little thing, but it fucking it gets you hot, right? And uh, yeah, um, hit us. People that like are not considerate of other people, which seems to be rampant. Like uh, entitlement, I guess would sum that up in one word. Like, so if you go, you know, get a girl. Like, so if you're going to, you know, you're going to get some coffee, you know, and someone's like on your ass in line, you know, and like, oh, hey, are you in line? Like, yeah, bitch. Yes, I have a goddamn cup in my hand, you know. I'm sure your time is way more important than mine. I, I'm actually going to play on yours because I, I, mine kind of relates to that. Mine is kind of the same thing. It's the motherfuckers who, if the light just turned green, meep, and then they yeah. beep at you. Yeah, that's I'm like, annoying. motherfucker, my fucking foot hasn't even come off the brake yet. Right. Okay. I'll stay there twice as long. Meanwhile, they're staring at their phone oh, while they're, they're honking. Yeah, yeah. They you. just happen to look up and they fucking, they timed it better. Okay, than here's, so here, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. Yeah. I am the person that you hate. You beep at me? <laughs> nope. I'm the kind of person who you have to beep at. Uh, I don't hate that. I'm the dude who's been I, sitting I give a at the green light. Beep. I'm the dude who's been sitting at the green light for the third of the time that the green light is on. I give a courtesy beep. I feel like two quick beeps is a courtesy beep beep. That's a nice beep. <laughs> if you hit, yeah, if you fucking, if you intro with a, ah, yeah, oh dude, my God. fuck you, I Man. am sitting there. I don't give a fuck how long Sierra, you want to beep, I'm sitting there. Sierra fucking hates sitting at lights with me. She's like, babe, it's green. Dog, courtesy beep. Beep beep. That yeah, is but- the, that's a nice way of saying. I know you're probably checking Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I'm just giving you a friendly reminder. It's yeah, time to fucking true. go. That's right. That, that's the thing is like so many people are on their goddamn phone driving now. No one is paying attention to what they're doing. Not- I go. I look like driving 85 miles an hour down the highway, and dudes are like staring at their phone. I'm my like, sh- my Holy shit's up shit. on a holder. If our race ends, if our human race ends, it's because people can't. Fucking tear themselves away from the goddamn screens. Oh, text neck. Text neck. Text neck. And you can tell no, now. No, but they're like, going to die because them. they're driving 80 miles per hour checking fucking text messages. But is that not, that's just like, that's modern day Darwinism. Like, just let them go. Let <laughs> yeah, them but if they go. kill me, that's what I'm worried. Fuck them. You know what I mean? That's like, true. If you kill me because you're staring at Facebook, I will the, fucking kill they're you. They're taking out the more highly <laughs> yeah. evolved of us. That is true. I didn't think about it from, see, I, I, I tend to just open my fucking mouth sometimes and I agree. Get off your fucking phones. I mean, dude, and you see people with, like, kids in the car doing that shit. That's true. You know, like, and I'm like, god damn. My phone is up in a holder. Like, if I'm in the car, my phone's in a holder and probably Waze is up. You know why? Because I am driving 85 and I'm looking for cops. Yeah. So shout out to Waze. Can I get a sponsorship? Can we fucking get Waze to sponsor this goddamn podcast? I swear, like, <laughs> I use Waze to and from this podcast every time. It's a business oh, tool. www.waze.com. Two weeks ago, or no, not a month ago, we didn't turn on Waze. I already told the story, but yeah. I got a $140 speeding Woo! ticket Ooh, nice just one. outside of Columbus. 
I was I was on my way to Winston Salem, North you Carolina. You must have been doing greater than seventy five. Six hours. What were you doing like eighty two? Oh, I almost I just puked in my mouth. Nice. Uh, Have another beer. I was doing uh <laughs> seventy four and a sixty. Oh man, where the fuck was a sixty? Or no, was that I was doing seventy eight and a sixty. This was by Lancaster. Damn. And on thirty three, that's, that's a ticket right there. Oh, and it was a hundred forty dollars. Did ticket. you get? That's a you got a. I'm sure you got a point for that. I got humbled by the lady cop. Uh, and, was that sexist? Was that sexist? No. I love females. You, not only do you, not only are you married to one, but you're raising one. Um, uh, I love female police officers. I love anyway, lamp. I love lamp. Jesus, love you're lamp. like shut the fuck up, you moron. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was going really fast, and, and she was like, "How fast do you think you were going?" And I was like. I don't know, 64, that, 65. That Tommy boy? Remember that Tommy boy? Yeah. I don't know. Got a whatever Hemi in this 12. thing. 12. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have been more than 80, 85. <laughs> 12. Uh, I was like, I don't know, 63, 64. And she was like, uh, I got you at 76. I'd have, been, I'd have been like, the there's a big fuck. hill. My car has really good One bearings. mile up the road. <laughs> one mile up the road, it was 70. But whatever. Bitches. No, I feel All right, I feel let's it. wrap this shit up. It's time to go. I got to pee like a motherfucker. I'm sure you got to yeah. pee too. Everybody's got to pee. We made it through the whole episode without peeing. Oh! Nice. We episode, what are we at? 17. 17. I think we have a guest next week. I think uh, Nick Reed is coming back. Hopefully he can make it. He's trying to get in one more episode before he has his kid. It'll be cool to catch up with him. Hell yeah. We're going to have Clint back. Clint, yeah, you're thank fucking you guys, awesome. Man. Thanks, dude. Good talking with you guys. I appreciate right, it. Peace.